Broken No Quarters, episode 115. Oh my god, it's a motherfucking video game podcast. <laughs> You're right. Brought to you by video games. As always. You tried to put some sauce on that number. <laughs> yeah, well, 15. 115. <laughs> For those counting at home, 115. It's 115. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 11 and a half times 10. Something like that. Anyway, I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I, I'm Chuck. Yeah. And I'm Harlow? I don't know. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what order we say it. Oh, that's Just true. Just jump in, man. Right, yeah. I'll, I'll edit out those anymore. pauses. Yeah, sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of jumping in, let's just get going. Yeah, we have. Because we got, we got a boatload of games. Yeah, cause we, we, yeah we do. We had a few weeks off uh, <laughs> that we would have been recording. Um, last week we would have recorded, but, you know, the U.S., um, was on insurrection. Yeah, it continued its shit showness. Uh, so yeah, we we figured last Wednesday wasn't the best day to be recording this. No. So here we are. Yeah, today's great. <laughs> Today so much better. All it's fine just, now. All the problems are solved. It, yes. it only took a week. Yeah, right. We're all and fine. How are you? Now we can talk yeah. about video games. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about let's talk about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Harlow and I got or it. Maybe not all fine here. <laughs> before they before they delisted it, I guess. Or or I think Xbox is still selling it. Yes. I know I know sure. Sony is not. Xbox is still selling it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's and, where that's where we both have it on the Series X. Yeah, uh, and I think there's even still, though it is not enhanced. Yeah, I was gonna say I think they're they're still selling it because it's mostly playable on the Series X, not on the one, evidently, really. Mm-hmm. I yes. mean all right, okay, so I don't even know where to begin with this game because you're all probably sick of hearing about it. So you probably don't need all of our takes on it. Uh, uh, how about you talk about the actual game itself? Sure. I Well, I've actually played it and played it to completion and even kind of started a second playthrough playing as a different style. So mm-hmm. um, all that being said, I played on the Series X. I understand last gen things may be broken. All that. You, you've heard all of that. My, my mm-hmm. only thing i want to add to the chorus of people is i it's it's really sad listening to all these kids whine about this that didn't live through the ps1 and 2 era where we were dealt 15 20 frame per second games all the goddamn time and we didn't yeah. complain <laughs> or try to sue oh yes or, you did i read whatever. those magazines we didn't know <laughs> we were like yeah, yeah this we is, retroactively complained yeah we yeah we were like holy shit those games were broken and i didn't realize it <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we just called it slow down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like disc load. Yeah, that's what it's happening. Um, but yeah, it's whatever. It, I think even in, in the most broken, like the base PS4 or the base Xbox, whichever is the least powerful, I don't even remember or care anymore, mm-hmm. can still probably play it better than like a PS1 played like Siphon Filter when it was new or something. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. but uh, as far as the game, like I. I will say that like all of this is really shitty because I think at the heart of this there is or the core or whatever it, there is a really good game here. Um, mm-hmm. I think like people coming to this game in a year when everything's all ironed out, assuming they don't get you know screwed in some way by dumb lawsuits or investor bullshit or whatever things that they're not allowed to fix what they started. Um, you know, if it goes the path of Witcher 3, like, in a year or two from now, this is going to be, like, pretty close to a masterpiece, I think, when all the bugs are gone and stuff. I think people are going to really, really dig this game. And all this, like, temporary, like, we don't have anything else to complain about except we do, uh, thing will be mm-hmm. 
gone and people just be like yeah fucking cyberpunk's great i'll say like i i haven't played a ton Mm -hmm. but i didn't really have any more issues than i would playing any bethesda open world game like suddenly my partner shifted on the axis of of the world and was walking through a bunch of lockers Mm -hmm. that just the lockers were exploding while he's just walking along talking to me like all the stuff inside him is just going and i'm like yeah this is basically the same bullshit that skyrim would do you know where so like somebody would just get off their path that little bit and then suddenly it was like what the fuck's happening here but like i didn't have any of the oh no my save is corrupted and i lost hours of gameplay stuff i didn't have any of that i didn't have any of the you know oh well i killed this guy before the quest happened that i that was supposed to be unkillable and now i can't continue the game you know like none of the stuff that makes you go like okay i have to quit and start over mm-hmm. Like I get those bugs, I can understand. Sure, like general jank and slowdown. It's like, have you guys played a Bethesda game? Have you played an open world game? You know, like at launch, these things happen, and I feel like so much of the complaining was that. I mean, there's weird stuff, yes, but it. I just feel like it was not any more egregious than a lot of other games yeah. that have come out, and people like just cannot get enough of. I mean. I'm skipping down in the list and revealing something else that's going to get talked about later, but uh, Watch Dogs Legion. I had just as many weird, like, what the fuck is going on? Open world things happen in that as I did Cyberpunk, honestly. Mm -hmm. Pretty close. I mean, probably not as many random floating objects as in Cyberpunk, you know, where it's like the person left and whatever they were holding stayed behind, you know, dumb (laughs) stuff like that. But I mean,. I had several instances where, like, I'd just be, like, walking or driving along in Watch Dogs, and a car would just go flying overhead, and, (laughs) yeah, or a drone would just be, like, plowing through pedestrians, or some weird shit was happening. I was like, what the fuck? That's the fun stuff, though. It's, no, I mean, the car was, like, not, like, it was flying, like, not like it had washed (laughs) off of something. It was, like, literally 20 feet off the ground. Yeah. 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 And and driving like it was on the ground, so. But, Mm. yeah, I'm just saying, like, weird shit like that happened in that game and that's you know nobody said anything really about that <laughs> you know like i mean it's just yeah. open world stuff yeah um yeah but like once you're actually in the game and playing it like the voice acting is terrific you know all the facial animations and everything like all of your friends have like very you know i mean they they feel real mm-hmm. you know they don't feel like a computer part that's fit in like you know it's like they're all acting and emoting in the way that's in the ways that you want them to be doing that, yeah. you know, and, and you're given all, you know, the, as you're actually playing, the choices that come up are, you know, they're, they're I, I hate the word interesting, but it's like, like they actually provoke responses out of you. You know, it's not like, ah, oh, well, maybe I'll do this, but they, there's a few where I was just like, man, I don't know what the fuck to do. Cause I'm going to fuck somebody over here. And I, <laughs> I'm not sure I want to fuck either of them over, you know, there's just that sort of stuff going on. And, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really, the actual game itself is really solid at its core. It's like just the technology around it has let it down somewhat. But I just feel like not to the extent that everyone is ranting and raving that it has. Sure. And certainly not to the extent that it's like, take it off the PlayStation Store completely. You know, it's like, probably runs all right on the PS5, I would think. It's just like somebody who's got a, you know, a jet like I used to have. It's not, the PS4 is not going to run it. Sorry. Yeah. I think a, a lot of the backlash stemmed from the fact that they were basically like, oh, yeah, it's going to run fine on legacy systems. You know, Xbox One launch edition, PS4 mm-hmm. launch edition, no problem. So people who, you know, haven't been able to get them because they're, you know, 
as we all know, PS5s are still almost as hard to get as um, retail price graphics cards right now. Mm-hmm. Um, plenty of people, I think, bought the game for those systems, yeah. expecting to be able to play it. And and plenty of reviewers played it and loved it because they played it on PC. Exactly. Yep, it's like, yeah, they, that's the code they were given. Right. They um, specifically limited, I think, if I recall mm-hmm. correctly, um, they specifically limited the reviews to the basically the PC copies of the mm-hmm. game. Yeah. And but also at the time, like there were a handful of people who said this kind of sucks. It's janky as shit. Mm-hmm. And they got internet murdered for it. Yeah. Until the game came out and then suddenly nobody cared about them and they only internet <laughs> murdered the people who reviewed it well. <laughs> right. Because they didn't even read the review. They're just like, wait, this got an eight? That's yeah. a atrocity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if there's anything, you know, that I would add to the noise, it's that, yeah, okay, I think their PR department or whatever at CD Projekt Red screwed the pooch or, you know, whatever yeah. oh, nefarious yeah. feeling thing where it's like, we only sent out PC review codes, blah, blah, you know, because it's like, we know this version runs fine. That's, you know, and I'm not trying to get into some Gamergate bullshit. I'm just saying, like, yeah. there's something a little like, what the fuck, guys? Like, you know, you knew and just be more transparent about it, you know, or just say, like, look, we are not putting, you know, last gen systems march or something <laughs> like when we mm-hmm, fix yeah. some patches, you know, like, sorry, we're not delaying the game just for last gen. And we're totally sorry, last gen. But would you be happy if we put this out? And it was running at 20 frames a second. No. Yeah, they should have just released it as a a series X mm-hmm. PS five exclusive. Right. And just said, screw yeah. it because that's well, where all the problems are showing up. Yeah. Well, but, management like at CD project red turns out they're just as like shitty as management at all the other triple a mm-hmm. game development houses. Yep. They're just like, okay, you've delayed it three times. You can't get it to run right on whatever systems you're putting it out on November 15th or whenever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they must have just run the numbers and said, we will take the hit. It's better that some people buy it and have an okay time with it yeah. than here, no one buying push it. it back I, again. I, I can fix it, not the game, because I don't know how to do that, but here's how they should have done it. <laughs> like, Harlow should have been no, on the disc. No, I'm just saying, like, this is, this is the way that they should have played it, because if they had said delay again, you know, the irrational gamer media or whatever <laughs> internet would have just been like, delay, fuck you, I'm in my house and rage, you know, and still hate women. Um, but so like, but what they should have done is said like, all right, pre-order the game. It's still not done. You're going to get a, a beta copy as we finish it and you can't complain. <laughs> yeah, just release and, it like early access. Yeah, or something. it's literally early yeah. access. And it's like, look, it's out now because you've just been whining so much. Here it is. We know it's pretty broken, especially on last gen. Those of you that are in current gen, enjoy. The, mm. the upgrades are coming in March or whatever, you know, whenever we can finish them. And, you know, there you go. Yeah, that you just, yeah. it's it. It fixes it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it requires pre-order. So you've got guaranteed. Yeah. It's good for them because it's you've got guaranteed sales, you know. And, yeah, it's just like everybody mm-hmm. pretty much wins. So talking about the actual game, Harlow, uh, what origin stories did you do in your uh, first and second playthroughs? The first I did Street Kid, mm-hmm. and the second I actually did Corpo Rat because I was like, "How the fuck does that start?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would be super curious about that one because I did uh, what is it, Scrapper? Mm-hmm. I think is the one that starts out like, in the yeah, desert, the Wastelander or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, and feels like super. That feels super Fallout 4-y, except you have actual working technology. Mm-hmm. 
but you're like out in the you know and it's it's a weird game in that my first three items i picked up were all dildos and i was like okay uh why is there just a stray dildo on this radio tower and i'm like oh what's that oh it's another dildo (laughs) i was like all right i guess i'm just i'm the dildo guy now (laughs) i don't know how this happened i wasn't i wasn't planning on this you were a (laughs) wtldo yeah yeah, that's okay, all. Okay, computer, all change my yeah, <laughs> change my nick to dildo guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then like, and obviously you can uh, pick your dick size in the beginning when you're customizing your character, and there's mm-hmm. just you know like and customize your pubic hair and all that. So it's like kind of like, all right, we get it. You're a mature game, <laughs> but it's kind of <laughs> it's just it's it's a little odd, you know, in that you take so much time doing your customization and then it's like, you only really see your guy when you go home and you look in the mirror, at least I'm sure there's other opportunities later in the game, but you know, for the majority of the time you're playing first person. So it's like, why am I even bothering taking the time to do some of this shit? And it's not multiplayer either. So it's a little, it's a little odd. And I I was a little confused starting the game too, because once you finish kind of like what the prologue section is, you suddenly get like a 90 second to two minute sequence of just like video of basically what the next six months is of the game. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, now you know shit and you're established in the city and uh, you're about to do another job. You know, you're like, wait a minute. Wait, I, like I was, I was like, I was almost like, man, I really want to play that part of what they just showed me in the video. Cause that all looked awesome. And then they're like, yeah. And I mean, like, eventually, as you play more of the game, you're going to get to do a lot of that sort of shit. But I don't know. It just it it's weird because it it felt jarring almost when it happened. Like, I wasn't prepared for it to just throw this whole cutscene at me. And I don't know. I And then, of course, I was like, well, I lost my dildos because that was six months ago. And then I was disappointed. Well, yeah, so. they, they expire. You got to you don't yeah. use them. You lose them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you probably turned them into cyber decks or something cyber dicks. cyber trucks they yeah. were already cyber dicks you oh, just okay. turned them into cyber decks gotcha. yeah and like and some of the tutorial stuff i mean it's cool in game like how they set it up for you to do it but it's also some of it is kind of like not totally clear about what you should be doing like what your check marks are for completing those objectives because there was one I was just like, I like where it was like teaching me stealth and I had no clue how I was supposed to actually do it. Like I could do the first part. And then when I got to the second part, I was just like, I don't know what you want me to do game. I don't understand. And eventually I think I just kind of cheated my way by it kind of. <laughs> and, it, and it was like, okay, cool. You did the tutorial. I'm like, all right, I think I learned something. I don't know. <laughs> but, oh yeah. Yeah. That one, that's, that the, the stealth one, I know exactly. What you're, you're talking about like yeah. in the car when he's like, "Do you want to do the VR training?" You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that that whole thing is kind of weird and janky, especially the stealth one because it's just like yeah, it, it's basically if you've played a stealth game before, sorry, if you played a stealth game before, your inclination is like, do not be seen at all, and this is like mm-hmm. more trying to show you like, no, you're gonna have to like kind of breeze past these yeah. people, but they won't notice you until the yeah, it becomes up. like the Far Cry method. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, like I've got the little pip that says the guy's starting to see me. He's starting to see me. And it's like, if it gets all the way open, then you've been caught. But, you know, you can get all the way up to that point where it's like, you know, that video game logic and not actual human logic. I guess it was nothing. That person I saw. (laughs) Yeah. 
I'm clearly yeah, looking at but, someone. <laughs> but I mean, rats. <laughs> but that's the thing about the game is it's like there are so many options as far as customizing your guy and which way you want to go as far as like if you want to hack people to get by them or, you know, use melee or gunplay or whatever. Like in the beginning, it's almost like, oh, fuck, I don't even like you get option shock somewhat because it's like, all right, skill tree. I got some points. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> this, this tree can expand hugely. And it's like, I don't even know which one I think I, I would be good at. And the way the stats are set up, I know it's based on um, is Cyberpunk's a tabletop RPG, right? Originally. Yeah, I, yeah, I, believe. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of it's set up on that system where you don't necessarily know that like uh, I think one of them is like called just cool, which I think translates into like your stealth statistics. And I would think like cool would be like, oh, your charisma, you're able to talk your way past guys, that sort of thing. But it's not. And it's like that stuff takes a little getting used to as well, because it's kind of like you've learned this lexicon from playing so many games. And then they're like, no, we're speaking a different language here. You Time to figure it out. Which is cool, like it's it's refreshing, but it's also kind of like at first you're like, oh shit, man, I don't even like I'm not quite understanding what is going to work for me. And I don't know if you had that feeling, Harlow, when you were playing it, or if you were just kind of like, no, this sounds cool, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I honestly was I was in from the beginning. That game yeah. sucked me in hard. <laughs> like I mean, it was just like I I am in this world, and like it it was actually one of those things. It doesn't happen often, but it's it's one of those things like. I, I wish there was DLC or more things that I felt like doing because there's a lot of activities on the map, but they're kind of boring and sort of just like, I, I would say a, a majority of them are like the equivalent of like solving crimes and like the PS4 slash five Spider-Man games, you know, where it's just mm-hmm. like, all right, that was 30 seconds of something and here's some points and stuff and move on. You know, they're almost like something you should just hit as you're walking by, not something you want to like go search the map for. And yeah. so, but like, I just, I want to exist in that world more. That's, that's just the bottom line, you know, but like, it's yeah. not really, it's not really like GTA five ish where I could be like, yeah, I can have fun just by going around. Like there's not enough, just pure, whatever you can do kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. not as, there's not emergent stuff. Right. It's more like, all right, I'm still checking things off quest mm-hmm. checklist. Yeah, I mean, you can still, like, you know, go to shops and buy food and eat it if you want to, and it gives you a small boost, and there's, you know, prostitutes and cyber VR porn and stuff and things you can go around the city and discover, but, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, Night City is the thirstiest fucking place that has probably ever existed <laughs> in a video game, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's it's weird, because you think it's like Tank Girl, because, like, there's a lack of water because everyone's so fucking thirsty. <laughs> it's, it's that bad. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just, it, it's, yeah, I don't know. I, sure, that, it, it's weird because it's like, it's, it's a mature game that it's like, it's crossed over the level of mature so much that it comes off as childish because it's like, adults don't talk or think about fucking this often <laughs> like you know maybe somewhere in your mind it's like it, it's in the cycle per minute or whatever but like mm-hmm. this is just like hey uh i know we got like important life saying things things we need to do but uh i go fuck first <laughs> yeah yeah oh the saints row four method yeah, kind of yeah <laughs> but at least that's like tug of cheek and knows what it's doing right. this is like trying to be all super serious and a lot of it is mm-hmm. like i mean there are some really fucked up and and cool quest line stuff that happens in that game that I, I don't want to talk about it. I'm just saying like, there's some really 
interesting things. In fact, like I feel like there's like whole characters that if you're not careful, you almost can miss them and like realize there's this whole other crazy quest line type thing. If you just mm-hmm. were like, eh, not super important, you know, just, but yeah, it's like, there's interesting stuff happening all over the place in that game. And maybe there's more people I just haven't met like that. I mean, I really hope there are, but yeah, I, I don't know. But yeah, for, first playthrough it was like Street Kid, you know, I'm going to mostly try to go non-lethal. I mean, don't get me wrong. I hacked a lot of mofos up that were very deserving of it with a sword. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like I, I did a lot of like once I kind of got all the like, oh, this isn't really going to be any detriment to my sniper rifle to make it non-lethal. Let's do that. You know, just kind of thing. And mm-hmm. then the next one, it was like, I'm going to murder everything. I'm going to be this corpo scumbag. Gave him the tiniest little penis possible. And it was like, yep. I'm just going to make him compensate for being this corporate douchebag <laughs> and he's just going to murder everyone. So, yes. uh, yeah, I was like trying to make a good first playthrough and thing. And, you know, Takamon was like, all right, here's my evil run. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, it is a cool game. And like you said, I look forward to people discovering it a year from now when they get it for, you know, 20 bucks, kind of like people were with Witcher three at, at oh, yeah. some point where they were like, Holy shit, man. Has everybody played this? And it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone did. <laughs> well, they said today that the update is not coming until the second half of the year. So, like the the Series the, X PS5 the, the upgrades? The new gen patch. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess. The summer. That I mean, they, they probably got a. Yeah. Yeah. They got plenty to iron out before. Oh, then. yeah. They've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. So, so it's fine, though. I mean, yeah. I, I, if you've got it, I mean, it's as long as you've got a either a nice pc a series x or a ps5 i think like it's actually worth worth exploring and playing because i yeah there's a lot of good shit there like man i'm not i'm not trying to downplay the value of of american money or 60 dollars or 70 dollars or whatever the hell games cost now but jesus christ people like it's not that much money it's not worth like frothing at the mouth like buy the game try it if you don't like it wait for it to get fucking patched and live with it like i mean I, i'm just tired of people like acting like this is the most important thing ever or any game is and it's like it's fucking 60 dollars. like you know like if you haven't like lost 60 dollars in some other dumb way in your life what the, you know like <laughs> the fuck's yeah. wrong with you like you know like i'll say this sixty dollars is a lot of entertainment budget for some people sure. especially this year I, and I get it. yeah if you spend like if you get excited about a game yes. and you spend your entertainment budget for what might be the quarter mm-hmm. on, um, you know, on the game, you're like, oh, man, the, the way this has been sold, like, this is the game for me. I'm going to play a lot of it. And then you get saddled with some dog shit. Sure. You have every right to be mad. Oh, sure. I mean, like, you know, but not like, like threatened ex- game developers. Yeah, I was going to say farm, it, it, that extends like, beyond, you know, to, to as far as like demanding a, a refund for a thing that doesn't normally, you know, garner a refund, especially with hours, mm-hmm. you know, played or whatever. You know, Steam, it's easy. You know, like physical yeah. media, you might be able to take it back depending on the store. Most of them, no. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, I'm just saying, like, at the end of the day, like, okay, like, yeah, it kind of sucks. And I'm not trying to sell privilege or anything like that. I'm just like, by and large, it's like, okay, I get it. But (laughs) no, no, I mean, like, on the grand scheme of things, like, I mean, I know you're not trying, but the economy of this world, when McDonald's now costs $8 for a fucking value meal, (laughs) you know, like, I'm just saying, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like games, the price of games has not really scaled the way other things have. Let's be honest. And like, people are bitching about the $70 price hike for next gen now. And I'm like, you know, like I'm kind of okay with that because, like, 
there's a fucking lot that goes into making a game. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, and I, I know it's like a huge business and they make a shitload of money too, but like at the same time, it's just like, you know, for most games, the hours played versus money you spent is like the best value you can possibly imagine, especially with something, you know, these budget games that are still good for something like Dead Cells and Hades and all these. It's like, mm. I bought that for $20 and spent 400 hours, 400 hours in it. It's like, Jesus, like, you can't get better entertainment value than that. I mean, I defy you, except for maybe books that are, you know, from a library, you know, which is a free card. And that's that's the best thing you can do. That's the only better value there is in the world. <laughs> books. The yeah. better value. Books with a free uh, library excuse card. Excuse me, you totally forgot about jerking it. Well, okay. I guess <laughs> that's mostly free, too. But the more you do it, the more uh, exotic you your taste. You pay the price in your yeah, soul. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, the more exotic your taste become, and then you're just chasing that dragon of like, oh, I need fancier and fa- fancier jerk-off material. <laughs> well, that's when you go to the library. I, I get some books. <laughs> and that's I will why, say this. And that's why people end up jacking off in the library. <laughs> so we just... There it is. We solved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, the market for games is bigger than it's ever been. Video game publishers make and developers make as businesses make sure. more money than they ever have there's absolutely no need to raise the price of video games to $70, $80, $100 except for pure and simple greed and yeah, that's I'm, all I'll I'm say for about it, that I'm for it if it gets passed on to the devs but that's rarely going to happen it absolutely will not yeah. you know that you know how this world works it's yep. it's not going to happen if i could if i could give like a single person at the game development studio $10, which an extra $10 or something, which would not make up for whatever the kind of bullshit they have to go through, uh, you know, is I would happily do that. But I know, I know that money is going into Bobby Kotick's, you know, obscene salary, or it's going mm-hmm. to, you know, somebody who's going to defraud the state of Rhode Island um, in service of, making a video game and run away with the cash. All right. Look, mm. I, I mean, this is partial devil's advocate and also like a, a the honest... devil has enough advocates. <laughs> no, I mean, I look, I understand there, there are long hours and crunch and all the things that happen in the video game development world. But like, I'm also a little tired of people that work for any studio crying about being underpaid because they're generally developers and they're not, underpaid i can almost guarantee you <laughs> i mean i'm just look i'm not i'm not like the corporate friendly person all of a sudden tonight or something like that i'm just saying like you it, rolled well, up a corpo character in cyberpunk sure did, and yeah. it just ruined you i yeah. i am saying like most any developers in any job market are doing just fine <laughs> like i mean programmers are well compensated people is all I'm saying. Like, yes, okay, they can get royally fucked when it comes to like what they're making versus salary versus like, nope, we're gonna make you work 120 hours this week. Or, I I get that, completely and totally get that. But like, most of the rest of the day, they're they're doing okay. I mean, I just mean, all right. By and large, until they get laid off, until 600 of them get laid off unceremoniously for no reason. That's like, happening everywhere, though. Like, that's yeah. all corporations, and I'm not gonna get into like the do we start boycotting all you know. I'm not saying boycott. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm just not willing to give an inch on my opinion of the the price of video games. Like, they they make enough fucking money. They don't need more. They make enough money. They that they don't even need micro tra- this microtransaction revenue stream that they already are shoving into every fucking video game on the planet. And then they're trying to. 
charge $70, trying to charge even more for games, which are, you know, finely priced. The way I see it... It's is, ridiculous. Is like, the, you don't the, need to stump for the for the video game developers yeah. to make more money. The way I see it, the $70 is basically the the early adopter tax at this point. Because the majority of us are going to go buy the game. We're like, oh, hey, it's on sale for 40 Sure. And that's what's going to happen. It's, oh, hey, 30 bucks for Immortals Phoenix Rising. Yeah, sign me up. Here we go. You know, and... I feel like the $70 price point is only at launch at this point. And it was the same with the $60 price point. And there's plenty of people who are like, well, I'll just wait a year and play it, play the game of the year edition that has all the DLC and everything. And I'll get it for 20 bucks. And it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you can get that. <laughs> That's fine. You know, that you miss the zeitgeist because then you'll be talking about it and no one will give a flying fuck that you have to, what you have to say about it. But that's fine. Like if, if that's how you prefer to play, that's, I don't have a problem with it, but as far as the $70 price point, I, you know, I, I just see that as the early adopter tax, just like Hitman. It's like, I've already Hitman three. I, the second they let me pre-order it, I bought the deluxe version. I, I don't even remember what it was anymore, but it was like, all right, I want it. I, I did these, these guys to whatever trickles down to the developer i'm like all right fine that's i'm gonna this is this is what they get out of me because they've done enough of an amazing job on the other two games that yeah, yeah. and see that, there you I, go i think all right you're, you're creeping up on what i was actually trying to get at is that like mm -hmm. this like well fuck the game studios and i'm not giving them any money also hurts the developers whether you want it to or not like that's why these studios are shutting down is all the people are like that's not worth sixty dollars i'm not buying that for sixty dollars i'm gonna wait till that's ten dollars at gamestop and guess what zero of that goes to the game developers <laughs> you know and so like well, I mean, what i'm saying is like actually buying the games at full price is what keeps these game studios in, in business that's just the simple fact of it you know and i mean uh, like and, I mean, I mean, and, and we're talking and, we, and what this started with is like a a price per entertainment per hour. That, that was the metric that was originally quoted that started us down this line. And I'm still saying at $60 an hour or $60 a game, even at 20 hours, which is relatively short for most video games, that's a hell of a bargain by any entertainment standard these days. I mean, by any like going outside, doing anything is special, you know, besides flipping on the television, you know, that is very cheap entertainment, you know. It just is. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, we complain about things like Force Unleashed 2, where it's like, I fucking played that for three hours and it was over. And half the maps were the same thing backwards, but with destruction, <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's like, yes. Okay. Complain about that. But, you know, all these other games where it's like, you know, if they show you your time played, it's like, I'm just sick of like the mentality of the Steam review of like 2000 hours would not recommend. <laughs> it's like, the, what the fuck were you yeah. doing for 2000 well, hours? You know? Yeah. Like, that's a whole. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a whole other other issue and that um a lot of those i think come from like early access kind of games where they you know they dump a, a, something into early access and somebody puts a whole bunch of time into it and then they completely change up the game halfway through or something like mm -hmm. that well and that's um, happened with games of service stuff like destiny there's sure. people who are like man yeah I loved Destiny. Fuck Destiny now, you know, and it's like okay, yeah. Like, Fuck I, you. See you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and I can understand that because you know, they, like they took out like if if your favorite thing was whatever they took out from Destiny Two. Now I can understand being like, no, I I can't recommend this game anymore. 
Like but that's the stuff I can understand. I, but, yeah, and it's still though. I'm like, yeah. it's still baby with the bathwater thing because I mean, it's it's the same principle as like you know, I hated the finale of Game of Thrones, and therefore the entire show is shit, start to finish. Like mm-hmm. I will not watch another frame of that show, and it's like, just don't watch the very end, or you know, know that you're in for disappointment. You know, what do you like, mean the finale? That show didn't get renewed after season seven. <laughs> they never finished it. Mm-hmm. So you can do that, and it's a back to being a good show. It's like the book, yeah, never my, finished. My point never is, finished. is like unfinished. You know, it's like going you. going back and retroactively giving a game that had a patch that you played happily for two thousand hours a one star review, thus hurting its fuck you. Just like <laughs> like that's not how things work. Like, right. You entitled fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Like, anyway, let, yeah. <laughs> let's move on because we still got like a billion things sure. to talk about. All right. So Harlow. Okay. <laughs> You had an assist from Chuck. Oh, yeah. I'm, who I'm assisted giving, me as giving well. Giving more money to the corporations. <laughs> yes. You now have a PS5. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's so ugly. Chuck, Chuck is, his nickname on the Discord is the PS5 Whisperer. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he got me one, he got you one, and he got himself one. Yeah. And everybody else is like, like I keep hearing stories of people who are like, I waited in line at GameStop for four <laughs> hours to get my son one for Christmas. And I got to the front of the line and they told me they were sold out. And I'm like, ha-ha. I mean, I, I, I'm like, you should have called Chuck asshole. Yeah. yeah. I will be honest. I have no idea what effort it took for you to do this. Like, it didn't take him much. Okay. Okay. I mean, like he had to, he had to, I got in the virtual line ride and it was like, Hey, do you want to buy one? I was like, uh, Harlow, do you want one? I guarantee everyone already hates me. Cause like now I'm going to just be like, Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> got it one was, with zero effort yeah yeah i mean like if people didn't hate me enough for my you know corporate friendly views or uh, mm. but yeah it, yeah it just was like oh yeah i was sure <laughs> i was yeah. gonna get one anyway so yeah. why, why yeah. not yeah yeah, yeah. cool so, I, yeah. I i tried half-heartedly a couple times when it, i saw like somebody say hey best buy or whatever is about to get in stock i'd be like refresh oh it's all out okay whatever i'll wait till whenever <laughs> but yeah I must have a fat pipe at work that just lets me straight into Sony for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I played some PS5 games. Um, mm. I guess I'll start with Astro's Playroom just because it's the PS5 demo game. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Every, everything you said about that is true. Um, it's it's super cute. It's... I... I'm not, I, I'm not going to quite follow Chuck with it's a full-fledged game. It, there's more to it than I thought there would be, but it's not really a game. It's still very much on rails of like, here, go here, and now do this, and here, here, try this now, and this is what this does. You haven't played many 3D platformers, have you? Well, I mean, it's very specific. Like, this level, you're going to learn how this function works, and this level, you're mm-hmm. going to learn how this works. And, yeah. You know, it's just like, all right, you know, like, there's just not a lot of variety. It's usually like, hey, that feature, now three times slight variation, and you're finished. Congratulations, you unlocked a new console. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's still super cute. I'm not putting it down. It's just it's it is a great introduction to like the PS5. I mean, oh yeah, like, through and through. I mean, it's a love letter to all things Sony. Yes, absolutely. It's yeah. I just I, I like I said I would not like if they sold this for sixty dollars. <laughs> I would not say go buy this because it's it's a glorified demo. Really, I mean, it's a tech demo. Yeah, it's a tech demo. Yeah. it's a it's a real good tech demo, but it's still a tech demo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's but, a cute, cute well, game. But what's the I real like reason it. you got a PS5? 
Uh, just well, I mean, to have it for all the things, but like, I mean, no, I mean, like to play the, like, the exclusives basically. But the the exclusive that's out now is Spider Man Miles Morales, and yeah. uh, I played it, and um, <laughs> I platinumed it in like two sittings. Oh, so you did not like it? Nah, no, not at all. Yeah, one sounds star. shitty. It's got it all happens. the trophies. One star. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I could you know. I know they wouldn't be good if they did this on this regular, but like they could put out one of these even in this size every year and I would be perfectly happy. Like I would be totally happy to play like an annual episodic Spider-Man game like this where it's tight mm-hmm. and, you know, singularly focused where it's not this like it, it's just pared down enough from the main game where it's like, yeah, all right, that was manageable. And I'm yeah, that's, that's a well, good. And it's polished as shit. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. is. With these kinds of games, you will often feel like, oh, they had to rip out some story here. So here are some poorly drawn, uh, you know, <laughs> still frames to get us from point A to point B. And the two Spider-Man games are fully realized, well-told stories. Mm-hmm. And the gameplay matches it because it is it is it's fun. It's just a blast to do Spider-Man things. Um, yeah, and I, by... I... I love the Miles Morales take on everything where it's like yep. it's the theme song, but it's kind of slightly remixed, you know, like it's 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 just cool. Like I, I dig so much about this game. Yeah, it's built on the engine from the first one, right? Yeah, it's basically the, the yeah, first game, the, the modified skinned. thing that they did to do the, you know, when they were already working on the whatever remastered version of the first game, you know, I, I it's probably two slightly different Im- engines, I would think maybe but I, but it's built basically yeah. on the same oh yeah, yeah. yeah the same bones yeah okay yeah did you run any of the spider verse filters uh on it briefly i mean yeah it's it's cool for a second or two um mm-hmm. i mean the, the the problem with like all the funky suits and like i don't get me wrong i love them like i the animated spider-man suit in the first game i as soon as i like finished the story stuff it went on but like i, I don't want that during the cutscenes and stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? So, like, that's the problem with, like, playing those is, like, those are only fun for, like, after the game's over. I don't want them wearing, wearing some, like, spider armor or other weird shit, you know? Miles has a couple of really stupid suits mm-hmm. <laughs> that I would unlock and be like, oh, cool. And then I would see it in a cutscene and go, oh, you look ridiculous. Yeah, like the one you get, I think, for... What is it? It's like it's like the Hero of Harlem one or something. Like, when you do all the side missions for the people, the one that's, like, black and gold and shit. Yes, yeah, yes. That, that one is... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and there's one with like a popped collar, and it's just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it just it kind of sounds like the thing they figured out with uh, like Mass Effect and other games where people would rather not wear a helmet only because the helmet's going to keep showing up in the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they 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 realize like through their metrics, they're like, okay, nobody wears a helmet anymore. So just let's just give them the option to just turn off the helmet, even though they get the bonuses from it. Yep. Mm-hmm. A thing that is carried through to most other games, thankfully, but but not yeah. this one. <laughs> Uh, well, no, or, I mean, is, or is it just because it's your entire skin? Yeah, that it I was going to say it, it, it carries over because yeah, that's just yeah, <clears throat> it's it's like rendered in engine cutscenes and stuff, and so whatever mm-hmm. you're wearing, it comes along. Which also yeah. means sometimes you get random shit left over that was happening, like an explosion was about to get triggered, like a car was about to blow up, just as the cutscene gets triggered, so this car will blow up in the background of the cutscene. <laughs> nice, yeah, just yeah. yeah. God, I love that shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's a super polished game, and I yeah mm-hmm. I like it. Um, I pretty much started using the Prowler suit as soon as I unlocked it, of course, because it's purple and green and shit. And I was like, hell yeah! Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, 
it's real solid. Obviously, I platinumed it, so I mean, I I liked it and yeah. would play more of it if if it were there. But I'm also ready for Spider Man two, three, whatever. <laughs> However, we're doing this. I guess this is just a side story. So I think it's going to be like two Spider Mans or something like that. They'll call it because I have a feeling it's going to like pretty much equally split gameplay between the two for the next two one. Spider-Mans. I have a feeling. <laughs> yeah, those call it spectacular Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, they might just call it Spider-Man, and then yeah. game over. And there you go. Kind of like Alien and Aliens. Yeah. yeah. Just mm-hmm. multiply it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's weird. There's a setup at the end of the game for the next game, whatever it is, but you don't know if it's setting up the next Miles Morales game or the next regular Spider-Man game. Oh, it's or definitely the next Spider-Man. That was teased at the end of the other Spider-Man game, so that's okay. just a continuation of the tease from the last time. They're All like, right. nope, mm-hmm. that's still happening. Just here's some more tease, because... <laughs> They, they know how the MCU people work or, you know, like if they had an MCU movie that didn't have a in credit thing besides, you know, end game. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but that was like a, a final chapter thing. Like people expect like, oh, I better see a tease for the next project, even if it's yeah. completely unrelated yeah. to yeah. what I'm about to watch. I mean, like even the credits of this game are well produced. Like the end credits of this game are slick. They are like an MCU movie. And one of the things it's it's the dumbest pet peeve of mine is when they just do some shitty text and can't even get it to scroll at a smooth rate on the end credits. It's just like, wow, they didn't give a shit here at all. Uh, they even went the extra mile for the, for the credits, the extra miles. Yes, I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I played is not a PS five game at all, but I just, I got it because I hadn't really turned on my PS four since last of us two, I guess, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, that was afterwards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, picked up uh, Spelunky 2 finally, which PlayStation exclusive. Oh, nice. For now, this for now it's a exclusive. I assume it's maybe going to come to other things eventually. It was on everything the last go round, but yeah, I don't know. It seems like whatever game people like to talk about doesn't show up on Xbox for some reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever the new so, Zeitgeist game is, the Xbox yeah. is like, oh, we don't have that. Well, I think in the case of Hades, they said it's coming to the other things sometime, especially mm-hmm. given the the rousing success of it, but. Spelunky, yeah. I don't know that they've said like they just like it's a PS4 game or five game or four and five game and that, that's all they've really said. So yeah, and, yeah. I mean, so it, how is it as a sequel to Spelunky? It's more Spelunky with different things thrown in. Like it's it's kind of a sequel in all the right ways, where it's just like, all right, yeah, I can immediately jump in and I know what's going on here. But oh, look at this gadget and what does this do now and what does this new modifier thing do and you know. Like that kind of stuff where it's like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I get it because I've played as I played a lot of Spelunky and now it's more of it. So, so did you just immediately <laughs> go to kill the shopkeeper? Uh, I, I think first shopkeeper I came across, I angered him, but not intentionally. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was. Just, Were you loitering? <laughs> no, I was trying to blast my way down. Uh, he kept reading the magazines, <laughs> and the guy's like, "Listen, kid." I, I I was trying to blast my way down to something, and I, and I think I hit one of the bricks of his shop just by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, so it didn't like actually damage him or anything to do with him. Yeah. But he was like, Hey, Vandal and started chasing me. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. I've not yeah. been good at Spelunky two yet, but yeah. I, it, yeah, but it's basically more Spelunky. Yes. In all the right yeah. ways. Yeah. Spelunky is a weird one because it feels like so many games came along and just kind of absorbed its hype. Yeah. Cause it was a PS3 game and you know, yeah. I have it on the 360. I just, I didn't start it because I was like, I don't want to get an achievement in this because as soon as I do, then I'll be obsessed with getting the rest of them and I will end my life 
not having finished it. Because <laughs> Spelunky's like that. It's like, no, it's it's I will die before I get all the achievements of Spelunky. It's just one of those types of games where it's like, I'm not willing to invest the thousand hours to do this. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. not on the list, but I was just going to mention I did boot up Ghost of Tsushima just to see like something you know upgraded that I mm-hmm. spend enough time in, you know, just because I want to see yeah. like what their equivalent. Where you would be. notice the difference? Yeah, something like you know the, the Xbox equivalent. I was doing all the things mm-hmm. like booting up all the one games. Just like, all right, does yeah. it look better now? Is it how many frames is it mm-hmm. running at now? Um, yeah, I mean, it's got they did patch in like a uh, sixty frames specific mode, which drops the resolution some. Uh, I don't know. Like it, that's a weird one because like that game looks really good with everything turned on and runs ran at a decent frame rate enough on the PS4 that like I'm torn as to which looks better. I mean, I know mm-hmm. some people have their preference, but like that's a one. That's a one. No, that's a, that's one game that uh, <laughs> that I honestly couldn't pick which I liked. Same same thing. It's didn't do it on the PS5, but like Jedi Fallen Order recently got a patch and it's like, all right, 60 frames look really good, but so does this other mode, and I I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Like when you offer me a 45 frame per second mode or a 60 frame per second, I can't tell the difference, yeah. honestly. Like I just assumed Batman ran at 60, but apparently it was 45 the whole time. But that's still Asylum, looked damn good. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. No, actually, I thought it was Asylum was 30. Asylum. City's locked at 45, right? Uh, well, I know Asylum, I played on the PC and oh. thought it was 60, but it was actually locked at 45, I guess. But okay. yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I know I talked about last episode, but I'm still been uh, the game I probably played the most recently is Demon Souls. Uh, I'm still going through that. I have realized like once you get past that introductory section that sucks, that game is like a lot easier than all the other Souls games, especially the boss fights. Like there are very easy ways to cheese some bosses, but it's also just they're not that hard. And I don't know if this is just from having played a whole bunch of these games and just being able to recognize the patterns and everything you need, but it just seems like I was able to get through a lot of these bosses really quickly and really easily. And the same with the levels. I was like able to progress through them pretty fast. So it feels like this is almost like if you can get past that first section of the game that is just brutal it's actually probably the best introductory game to these types of games because you can warp between areas. There's like a complete full safe area that you can go to. It just, it, it's weird. It's just, I I don't know how to, how else to say it. It's just, it's weird that they've got this whole brick wall in the beginning. And then once you get past that brick wall, it's like, all right, this game's not that bad. I'm doing all right. You know, (laughs) it just, it's, I don't know. Cause there were plenty of bosses in this game that I beat them the first time I encountered them. And, you know, I never played this on, well, I played it on PS3, but I did not get far at all. And then I've gotten, you know, way blown past that point. But, you know, I I know there's stuff later on, like the one boss that will actually suck uh, your experience levels out of you if you uh, get caught by him wrong. So you could basically be sent down to level one after having, you know, spent the entire game leveling yourself up by this one asshole. If you're, you know, if you're bad enough when you play him, but... I don't know. It's just, it's, it's still, that's just a beautiful looking game. It's like a great uh, remaking of it, you know, because it's, it's funny going back and watching video of people playing Demon Souls on PS3. And it's like, wow, this game looked like shit. <laughs> and, and, and now it's like one of the best 
showcases for graphics and detail in a game that you can see. So, hmm. yeah, I'm still enjoying the hell out of it. I just, you know, there were so many other games out, you know, it was like, oh shit, I got to play some cyberpunk and you know, there's other stuff. We'll, well, we can talk about next. Uh, I picked up Immortals Phoenix Rising, which I know, uh, Harlow, you've played the entire game, basically. Yep. That's another crazy, stupid open world game that I've completed. <laughs> yeah. That's all, and, I, uh, that's all I seem to do right now. <laughs> and I didn't realize you had picked it up, Chuck, but I saw I did, it on, yeah. the, on the Google Doc. Uh-huh. That, uh, how much have you played of it? Um, I played the first couple of hours. I, yeah. I got to the part where the world opened up. Okay. And you realize, oh, this is a different game than what the first two hours of this game presented itself to be and i didn't turn it off for that reason i was just like oh there's a lot more to this yeah it's Um, just it's funny because man you start that game and as soon as you can control it's like okay you guys really liked breath of the wild yeah and you basically took our like you took my batman philosophy where i'm like okay if you're gonna have combat in your game with counters just just copy batman just fucking copy batman don't 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 apologize just copy it and these guys were like hey we got mountains in this game all right, just copy Breath of the Wild. Let's just, just do it. And guess what? Weapons don't break. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Much and better. and uh, this uh, that is what this game is. I mean, it is a Greek version of Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I, I don't know any other way to put it. I mean, down to when you go into your challenge uh, areas where you warp to another area and it's like, okay, I have to solve puzzles here using the powers I've unlocked. Yeah. Yep. Guess what? Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Absolutely. And and you know what? And I am totally fucking fine with that. Yep. I mean, the, to me like this is the this is the Saints Row of Breath of the Wild. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's like, hey, you yeah. don't have a Switch and shit? Get this. <laughs> it's fine. It's pretty much the same fucking shit. And it yeah. actually might be more fun because it's tongue in cheek. And you don't have to know what the fuck is going on in a Zelda. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So plus you get a cool bird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Harlow had rec- we talked about this game a little bit back and forth, and he was like, "You should check it out." And I'm like, "Okay." And he kind of explained like, "Oh, Breath of the Wild, but more accessible, blah blah blah, and everything." I'm like, "Okay, fine." And I get like 15 minutes into it, and I'm like, "Wait, what the hell? Zeus is wacky. What the what the fuck is this?" And I texted him, and I was like, "I was not prepared for Zeus to be wacky." <laughs> he's also, like, "He's like, oh, the whole game's out." <laughs> yeah, I also texted Harlow, and I was like, "Okay, do the narrators ever stop talking?" And he's like, nah, get used to it, man. <laughs> I mean, yes, they do eventually shut up, but they, they talk a lot. Yeah, I, I, I just, it, it, early on, it feels like it's like, all right, I've done something. And now these guys have to comment on it for about 60 seconds back and forth. And I mean, and it's well-written stuff. It's actually way more clever than most games would be. It's and, not and, bad. Yeah, and there's one point where, like, she's talking to Hermes and she talks about one uh, a specific myth. And Jen's like, he's describing it all wrong. That's going to go bad. And then immediately <laughs> your character's like, no, this is going to go bad because this happened. And she's like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. whole the whole game is basically told from the perspective of like Zeus has climbed up to see uh, Prometheus, you know, from his prison. Mm-hmm. Who's being, you know, having his liver eaten upon by an eagle. Um, mm-hmm. That's fun. Uh, but yeah, so it's just like them like talking and telling the story of, you know, Phoenix and yeah, yeah. That's, how that's... Phoenix is the character that's going to rise, the human that's going to rise up and save the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from uh, Zeus, Zeus from... doesn't want to hear the story, and <laughs> yeah, Zeus continues to get bored by it, and like there, and certain cutscenes, he'll just be like, 
And then the monster stomped her face and they <laughs> and she was done, you know, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then Prometheus, Prometheus will correct him in a completely different direction. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's like it. I, yeah, I like that two hours in, like when, when the, when the title card finally shows up on screen. Yeah. Zeus is like, that was just a prologue. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just but he's, doing it, he's doing it in this wacky kind of like. Yeah, if 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 you can remember the the Jerry Seinfeld Elijah the Prophet sketch from Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. oh, he's yeah. doing it in that kind of way, and that just guy like, hey, I'm Zeus over here, you know? It's like, <laughs> who are you gonna like, listen to? <laughs> this guy or Elijah the Prophet? Right. He's also a little bit yeah. Uncle Leo too. From yeah, <laughs> yeah. hey, from me, <laughs> tell me about the story. Yeah, well, I, I like that you've got that, and then uh, what is the main bad guy's name? Uh, uh, the, Python the under. No, the underworld guy. Uh, Hades. TH something. <laughs> I, I don't know. Either way. Tython. Like, Tython. As soon as that guy spoke, I was like, is the bad guy Triumph the comic insult dog? Because that's what he sounds like throughout the game. He's like, oh, I am going to come up to the earth and stomp you. Yeah. That's but, a nice sword. Pardon me to poop on. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Pretty I know much. there are some... I know there are some people who are like, man, if they remove the humor from that game, I'll play it. But without the humor in that game, that game is just generic as shit. Mm-hmm. Like, who yeah. gives a... Who cares? Like, I know it's going to be hit and miss for a lot of people, but for the people it hits with, that's a good thing. Otherwise, this game would have just been... It's already forgotten anyway. Like, no one's talking sure. about it. No one's playing it. But, yeah. I mean, if it had just been a generic straight-laced, you know, you're phoenix and you're going through the underworld doing stuff no, people have been like eh, this is just a breath of a wild ripoff who gives a shit so i admire that they gave it some personality even though sometimes it's like guys shut up but <laughs> but i don't know it's it's been fun so far and i'm i'm looking forward yeah. to get back to it is it a uh a next gen exclusive at this point or I is or there it actually was yeah i don't think it yeah i think it's a cross-gen game oh is it cross-gen yeah oh, okay is it okay? I, yeah. I I don't know because it just shows up with the uh, X logo on it yeah. in the game. You know anything that's got like Squadrons does as well, where it's just yeah. upgraded that way. I so I wasn't it. sure because it just it doesn't. It's not exactly a showpiece. It's not like you're gonna go, oh man, no, I gotta show you what the Series X can do. And it's yeah. like, let's play Phoenix. I mean, it though all, it is. Yeah, it I will say really this. Fast and it looks. Yeah, like, you know. yeah. Like like I don't even know why it has loading screens. I guess it would be cross gen because like the loading screens, like they have tips on them, and it's like no, they're those are gone. Yeah, <laughs> they go away so fast. It's, it's almost like funny. Zeus did. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say this for some reason. Uh, early on, like like one of the first things they make you do is climb this giant statue and get to the top, and that is one of the first times I've actually had like fear of heights in a game. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I played. God knows how many games where you climb to the top of some really tall shit and then jump off or whatever. But that one, for some reason, when I was climbing up to the top of that thing, I got that, you know, like you got that feeling in your chest where you're like, oh, fuck. Uh, yep. uh, and and like even when I was playing the Spider-Man VR on on Harlow's uh, Oculus, I was like, I, I never got that. And it's like, here I am standing on the edge of a building looking down and it never felt that. But like for some reason, that game triggered it in me and I, I can't figure out why. But well, the, the you're not ra- wrong. The radio towers in is it Far Cry is it Far Cry three and four that have radio towers? Mm-hmm. They yeah. they always got. I know four yes. had them, but um, it's the creakety sounds. You know, like as you're climbing them up, and the fact that it's like it's ever so slightly rocking. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, that shit actually gives me nightmares. Like I, <laughs> if I play too much Far Cry, I will actually like sometime later I will have this weird recurring nightmare where I am in like a high rise building and it's rocking from the wind. Mm. Doesn't mean mm. anything. Like it, it can't no. happen. Like, but like, yeah, I like you know on the top of like a roof of a skyscraper and it's rocking for some reason because of the wind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. But yeah, like I, the, yeah, for some reason that didn't get me. A lot of times, some some of them do. Sometimes, occasionally, Assassin's Creed did, depending on where mm-hmm. they made you climb. But yeah, yeah, I, but, I just I, that was literally the first time I ever had that reaction in a game, and I, you know, and played through Mirror's Edge too, and it's like that one probably should have triggered it at some point, but just never did. So, but anyway, I mean, it's it's a fun game. Yes. I, I, there's no other way to put it. It's like if you liked Breath of the Wild, you want another game like that where you climb shit and you can build up your stamina to climb more shit. There you go. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, to me, like this is the perfect <laughs> game where uh, an example of a game where it's like someone is going to go like, I don't know if it's worth sixty dollars. It's like, okay, like you, I spent a very <laughs> decent amount of time in this game. I mean, like, yeah. is it great? No. Did it? like was it the methadone for my hades yes <laughs> like, this was like my first yeah. like i was like oh greek shit a different kind of game okay like i'll just i'm in this mindset so let's do this mm-hmm. yeah speaking yeah. quickly of hades i haven't played it but mm-hmm. like i bought it because i didn't want to miss out on hades but every time <laughs> i want to start playing it i think about how much hades you've played and i'm mm-hmm. afraid oh <laughs> oh it's i i can almost guarantee you it's not going to hit anyone like it did me like i mean that's it not yeah. quite like me i mean seriously it hit me hard and i think my play count is like 40 hours maybe yeah so i'm not like i mean that's a lot but that's over the course of like two months i i feel like i have playtester hours <laughs> like, yeah i mean like i can <laughs> tell them i could tell them exactly like things about their game like i could, <laughs> i yeah. feel like all right well see there's a slight bug when this happens here <laughs> yeah like he he's seen the matrix yeah. i'm just like at the level where it doesn't matter what weapons you give me i can win the game still mm-hmm. like like i can make a good run out of it regardless of what you throw at me whereas harlow's just like okay if i do this then this is gonna do this and yeah. like he he knows where the tree leads where me i'm just like oh there's a branch that's cool and you know <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's this, a lot different. I'm like, this I'm fish just, is this fish is going to hit on the second bobber <laughs> drop. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just afraid yeah. it's going to catch me like Rogue Legacy did, and can't Rogue handle Legacy. Right Rogue, well, I probably could, but Rogue Legacy was approaching a problem. <laughs> well, um, here's the question: Who cares? Yeah. If you're enjoying it, why not? Yeah. You know, because I need to keep my job. My rent just went up. So, well, sure, uh, yeah. Don't don't play it in place of job, but play it in place of everything else that's mm-hmm. not job. Yeah, things, <laughs> yeah. things we can't do right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of jobs, mm-hmm. yeah, um, sure, great job. <laughs> Superhero, <laughs> superheroing is a job. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Marvel's Avengers, the mm. Square Enix game. That oh no man, one, oh, no yes. one bought. Thank you for your games as a service. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that like three years too late. Like honestly, like if they had launched that three years ago, yeah, it's how strange. huge would that game have been? But so here's the thing. So it, it dropped down to fifteen dollars at GameFly, and I was like, you know what? For fifteen dollars, I will try that because I know I can get that money back mm-hmm. if it sucks. Um, there there is a lengthy story component to that game before you get to the Destiny type bullshit that that game has to offer, mm-hmm. and I'm 
two hours or so into it, and I think the story mode is fantastic. Um, the the cutscenes have the Spider-Man quality to them. They are really well put together cutscenes, except for the voices, which are just, you know, Nolan North and <laughs> all the people that you write. The guy mm-hmm. who does all the pinball FX tables, you know, that guy's oh, in that there. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh, see Tony Stark? <laughs> he might be. He's I don't know why. Like, that's my de facto voice of like, if I want to know what that guy sounds like, yeah, just play that Iron Man table because yeah. like, if I hear that, then I can hear mm-hmm. him in every other game. <laughs> yeah. So the likenesses are bad and the voices are bad. However, you get over that hump real quick. About fifteen minutes into it, the the story is so good in the in the opening moments of that game. Uh, it's almost emotionally affecting, like how good the story is, because Kamala Khan is just this super fan of the Avengers, and she's won this like short story contest or this fan fiction contest, and so she's at the Avengers building, and it's a big festival and everything, mm-hmm. and she is just geeking out over all this stuff, and it's it's really touching how genuinely thrilled she is by all the things that she's seeing. It's not just kind of like terrible fanboyism kind of thing because like terrible fanboys show up to mock her like you don't know about thor you stupid girl and she's like yeah well you're stupid and then thor's like yeah all right so (laughs) um sounds like thor it it opens really well um the the gameplay stuff is not as good as spider-man um Mm -hmm. it's it's okay i'm not i've had no problems with it whatsoever um i just do you start the game out as Kamala and then eventually you get to play as Hulk or Thor or whatever? So you start the game as her, uh, some shit goes down, and that's what introduces you to all the Avengers and you play different segments of them doing shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, things continue to go wrong. Game jumps ahead in time. She's older. She now has powers mm-hmm. and the world has changed and she doesn't much care for that and is trying to do something about it. So. Okay the game then becomes you have to get the Avengers back together. Okay. So you are traveling the world, finding the Avengers to get them back together to be the Avengers again. Okay. So that, how that's cool. How does the games as a service stuff come up? I've, no idea. I've like never understood how this game was supposed to work. I, I honestly Especially don't know. without like custom heroes or whatever. Yeah. So having, all right. So since I tried the beta, I, this is what I'm very curious about and what seemed like, what was going to be the most difficult thing to navigate was Mm -hmm. right off the bat in the beta. It was just, it felt very destiny Two, where it's just like, all right, where on the map do you want to go and run this mission? And I'm sure that's all possibly in game stuff, but like, that's where you got to the, in that version, that's how you got to the story (laughs) mode things too. Cause it was like, you can come over here and play this, uh, like the, the Hulk on the bridge section and, uh, like they that. must have they must have built the beta in a very specific segmented way because the story mode is very focused. Okay, so it's just it, like hit story and go and okay go. Here's, here's now you have level. to do these things and and I mean a lot of it is introducing you to the characters and what they can do, mm-hmm. but it's still a very focused. It's telling a story, Spider Man esque kind of thing. It's it's well produced. It's it's good. Now so, does it like the costume change stuff doesn't come up in the story mode. I have I have yet to be I haven't had a point where I've had multiple costumes yet. Oh, okay. Well, because I mean that's like that's what I was seeing in the beta was is like oh now you've got a slightly blue more bluish Ms. Marvel outfit and it has these bonuses and then oh now this time you picked up a slightly better version and you know like all like stat sheets and stuff and I just didn't know if like 
like you saying this plays like a story mode makes me at least want to pick it up to play through that. That see, that's what yeah. I I figured. I heard some people talking about it, and they were like, "The story mode is really good." And I didn't know it had a story mode. Yeah. I just thought it had a setup, and then it opened you out into this bullshit world. That's not what this game is at all so far. Mm-hmm. So as long as it keeps that up, I'm willing to play an eight hour story mode. And then mm-hmm. just try the Destiny kind of game and be like, yeah, I still don't like this. But the story mode was great, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so far, it's fine. I will see how it gets, you know, later on. But it is not what I expected so far. It, it's a it's a good single-player story campaign. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I figured I was going to pick it up at some point. I was going to wait for the next-gen stuff to come out for it because I think it's coming for it, like an actual proper... It Next may if they yeah. don't dissolve the team or anything. <laughs> True, yeah. yeah. Maybe they, they did say it was going to do that, and that's before it barely sold any copies. Right. I just, I feel like they undersold, they didn't sell it right. Sure. So, yeah. they, they should have said, this game has two components. It has a story mode, and then once you're done with that, you can do all this other stuff. So, speaking of singer players' stories, uh, Call of the Sea came out on Game Pass, which is... Uh, I, it seems to be a Series X exclusive, as yes. far as I can tell. Uh, it is, if you kind of liked The Witness, but you actually wanted a narrator and kind of a little bit more of a story, mm-hmm. then this might be the game for you. It's kind of an above-ground Bioshock, The Witness-style <sighs> yeah, thing. More, more The Witness. I wouldn't really say Bioshock, but it's... Just in are, terms are, of... Of of like the time period, really. Yeah, yeah. It's set in the what I like. It's the early. I want to say it's the 1930s, probably. Yeah. yeah. And um, this woman who has a rare disease, her husband has left to find a cure on an island and led an expedition there, and has gone missing. So you have chartered a boat to get to the island, and you have gone to the island alone to figure out what happened. Mm-hmm. So it becomes kind of a walking simulator kind of a puzzle game kind of an exploration game yeah you're touching a lot of things and then realizing that signposts are actually puzzles that you have to flip or turn around or match Mm -hmm. symbols on and to advance and to make things open or to you know find the bobble or whatever yeah yeah and and i mean it is very segmented and like it or, or i should say gated is probably the better term for it because it is like all right you know, there's this puzzle that is going to unlock a bridge that gets you to the next section. Yeah. And you can fuck around in this area all you want, but you're going to have to solve that puzzle if you want to leave and progress the game. Right. So that you're not going to have to backtrack. It's just the area that you're in, figure it out. Yeah. And then once you go past that, it's going to be like, all right, here's a cutscene, and you're in the next area. Like you're not going back there. Like yeah. this is your new level that you're, you're messing with. Yeah. Which is fine. Cause there's a lot of storytelling there. Um, I think uh, it, the puzzle stuff is a little odd as far as, um, I don't know. It's weird because it feels like she's narrating everything and telling you probably more than she needs to. Yeah. And yet it still feels a little too vague at points about what you need to be doing next. She's talking a lot, but not about things you're supposed to be doing. So the first few puzzles feel very obtuse in terms of like what is this even asking me to do like i my, it takes a while for your brain to adapt to the world of puzzles if that makes sense mm-hmm. each game has its own like well oh that's what these puzzles are okay but it's like 
the and game just kind of plops you into one and it's like do this and you're like do what <laughs> well it wasn't until i realized that like if you look at her journal and logbook, like yeah. that's basically going to tell you everything you need to know and yeah. it's more like if all the clues like you can clearly see okay there's a space that she skipped so i need to find the clue that's going to fit in that space yeah and that immediately unlocks okay now i just have to puzzle through what she's got in her notes that's going to solve how to do this next thing and like I, I'm only in the second chapter, but it's like That's about where I got. Yeah, and and it's messing with the lens thing with like that that puzzle is just like I I don't even know what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing here. Like I am just <laughs> yeah strictly guessing right now. I, I have no idea, and I feel like I've touched everything in that area, <laughs> and I still have no idea. Like I know I have to make something happen with this, mm-hmm. but I don't know what the pattern is to make it happen at all. Yeah. And yeah. that's and I feel like that's different from the witness in that the witness becomes a trial and error thing where it's like, all right, I tried this. It broke because of this. All right. So now I need to do this and now see if that works to make this happen. And it's like, OK, that was the what they wanted me to do. So it becomes a, a matter of like actually learning the game as you're playing it, whereas this one feels more like I'm just guessing. Yeah. You need to tell me something and then I can stop guessing and then actually focus on a goal. And that feels like the main difference there mm-hmm. is that the witness is very much like it makes you feel like, all right, I fucking figured this out. I'm a goddamn genius. You know, whereas this one is more like, OK, I just didn't have the information I needed. OK, yeah. now I have the information. All right. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I just so, I didn't I didn't get near enough to a thing for a prompt to pop, pop up for me to prompt my character to start talking out loud. Mm hmm and write in her journal and, and make the story go. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see where the story goes from yeah. there, but yeah, it's just, it's not, I, I don't have this compulsion to keep moving. Like I did with the witness. It's sure. neat. It's just not great. It's like, yeah, okay, this is fine. Yeah. It's like, Hey, this was on game pass. Cool. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I, I hate to put it that way, but it's like, yeah, it, it was on game pass. So awesome. I probably would have never bought it, but it's here and I'm paying for Game Pass and it, I have no regrets about the time I've spent with it so far. So, yeah, yeah, I've, I've come across multiple games like that where even if I put in an hour or two and never, ever go back to it, I'm like, yeah, that was fine. It was yeah. like indivisible, yeah. like look anime as shit. And I was like, whatever, <laughs> I can try this. And it's actually OK. <laughs> yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, It's another thing that's on uh, Game Pass and it's totally OK. Pretty good yeah. little game. We need a Game Pass corner. <clears throat> That Eventually, was it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. That was kind of things where you're like, mm, no, not for me. Like, yeah. uh, oh, I guess we're, if we're going to do a mini Game Pass quarter, I know I'm breaking your fucking segue that you wrote down in our notes. Yeah. I'm totally sorry. <laughs> I wrote it down uh, specifically so I wouldn't forget it. But I will, I will bring it back around. But trample somehow. all over it, you. I will. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I I just wanted to say that, like, talking to Game Pass, I've never installed and uninstalled a game faster in my life than I have. Uh, what was it? Yes, your grace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh yeah. Holy yeah. shit. That was. Yeah, there like, were people in the Discord that were like, "Hey, check this game out." Like, oh <laughs> I was God. like, "Okay." <laughs> that was like install. I was like, "Uh, oh, this doesn't look like it." It was like the first problem was like, "Go over here," and I'm like, "I don't want to buy quit." Uninstall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and after you did that, I downloaded it. I played it for about an hour, and I was like. Okay, I see what this is. I just, I just don't want to keep going. Like, mm. I, I get it. Like, this is a weird resource manager, but 
no, I'm tired of res- I'm managing resources. I don't want to do that anymore. So yeah, I mean, it was like it just the nothing was clicking for me, like any of the style or anything. And it was yeah. like the first time where I was actually in control. I think I like moved a millimeter and went, nah. <laughs> this is, <laughs> why? Why? This is not going to be for me. Yeah. Also, it's one of those games with a Series X patch where it's just like this is a Commodore 64 game. Right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, check out Castles on the Series X. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah. speaking of calls. Oh, wait, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I was supposed to fix your seg and I forgot. Oh, um, yeah. That, I, 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 ne- I was neglecting my duty. Yeah. So, BJ, I'm going to call on you. Thank you for calling. Speaking of all those calls, um, uh, everybody who makes Call of Duty is a bunch of bullshitting ass crooks. And here is... <laughs> Here is why. Um, in the latest, like, big update to Warzone, they integrated the Call of Duty Cold War uh, guns, 30 of them, into Warzone, whereas before it had only been the Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And in doing so, not only did they introduce three new, like, incredibly overpowered for Warzone weapons. They also broke the game a whole bunch. Uh, Those things are finally fixed as of this morning. It took them three and a half weeks with no communication whatsoever about whether or not they were doing anything. Um, And in the meantime, the store for Warzone continually sold the blueprints for the broken weapons like fucking hotcakes, including one of the blueprints that was actually statistically better than the version that you could just unlock regularly. Hmm. And it made something click in my head that there's a pattern that's been going on with now I don't know about Modern Warfare, but I know for sure about Warzone. Every time they release a big update where they release, like, new content, there is a brokenly overpowered gun and also a shitload of skins and packs that include that gun in the store. And it takes them two and a half weeks to do any balancing, to bring it in line. And they know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing, and I don't know why it took me so long to realize it, but that's what they're doing. They're literally just like, introduce a introduce a new gun, make it OP, make a shitload of money off of the skins, nerf it right before we le- release a new gun that is OP, that we make a shitload of money off of the skins. And... I feel like an idiot, and I'm also just like really annoyed that this shit is going on because I really like to play Warzone, and I haven't been able to play it for three weeks because it's been the, the uh, Warzone fans out there will will know the the DMR, the Diamatis, <laughs> and the Mac Ten. Uh, you don't get killed by anything but those three guns right now. Um, it's just impossible to to play. Um, until this morning, I I haven't played since, but I've I've seen confirmation that they've that they've fixed mostly fixed them, and they fixed that 
thing with the with the Mac 10 skin being more powerful than the regular Mac 10, which was just like stupid as shit. Um, that but, does sound stupid. Yeah, like they sold, they were selling a skin that had a higher damage across the board than anyway. The like, not only has the Cold War integration just been a clusterfuck, um, as far as like technically, but it's also made me realize that it's real fucking scummy. And like, I know that like Activision and Treyarch and Infinity Ward, like, they don't need my money, but every once in a while, I didn't feel bad about, you know, dropping five or six bucks on some COD points so I could, you know, I could buy a skin or something mm-hmm. for a gun that I liked using. But man, fuck that shit. Now, <laughs> like, it's gone from, uh, okay, I'll, you know, I don't feel too bad spending a little money for a cosmetic on a game that I put a lot of time in to just man fuck these motherfuckers <laughs> like they do not deserve my money um like it's that bad huh like it's, that it's, egregious it's yeah it's that annoying it's every time you know and it's not well, like they, they did buy a blizzard right i mean isn't it activision still that's uh yes yeah, yeah. i mean that's that is the World of Warcraft model. I mean, that's how it kept going for as long as it still has been going. I guess. I mean, yeah. it's not. It's not the numbers it once was, but yeah, it was just every six months. It's like, hey, new thing. All your other shit. You spend all the time doing. It's all bullshit now. Do it all again. Keep coming back. <laughs> well, at least those were like big content packs, right? Yeah, but it's you know? still it's still the Skinner box. I mean, it's just whether it's how well you oh, yeah, hide of course. it. You know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I. You're right. It just it annoys me that it took me so long to to recognize the pattern, mm-hmm. and now that I now that it's clicked, like how fucking transparent it is, because every season has a has had a broken ass gun that they've done literally nothing about, and they passed they passed this season off to a basically a different developer, Raven, um, and they're doing that. Yeah. It's it's I the love exact, Raven. Yeah, well, we loved Raven. I'm sure not yeah. all the people are no longer there that once worked right. on those good games. Yeah, and then like the just the the complete lack of communication about anything while there was like rampant cheating and uh, glitches that were um, basically allowing people to win the game while they're outside of the zone and just just a fucking nightmare of unplayability it just it made it impossible for anybody who wasn't cheating to have a good time and yeah i hear you it's infuriating and i i know people will never suffer consequences for it but at least they're not getting my money anymore yeah yeah we don't live in a world where people suffer consequences for doing bad things right yeah sorry it sounds like you're the mindset i was in like last year and the year before like where it's like fuck games fuck all things like that i don't know i like like you know i just with the whatever the overtaking of everything all games becoming like mobile games where it's just like how do you not see how they're just outwardly fucking us like in the open in the streets like they're they're not even hiding it like they're coming around like door-to-door you know fucking service you're next yeah you're next 
yeah. fucking service. <laughs> Man, sign me up. No, no, no. You're getting fucked. Like it's it, even if you enjoy oh. getting fucked, the act of getting fucked, you're gonna get fucked somewhere you don't want to be. Trust me. Like oh. you, you know, like, I'm not. You know, non-consensual. Cancel yeah, my yeah. subscription. Yeah. Yes, do not. Want yeah, I'm just saying. Like you know, mobile games, it was so like how we can all see it. Like we can see the man behind the curtain, right? <laughs> like it's right there. And then oh, it was yeah. like I, yeah, when it crept into like regular ass games, it was like what yeah. the shit? I paid money for this, and then you're like, well, there's this pay to win thing on top of it. I know we've talked about it a billion times, but that's. The main worry I have with the the mobilification of normal games, so to speak, $60 games, is that it's going to end up like mobile did, where there's no $3, $5 game anymore, like where you just buy the game on your, on your phone and you have it. Mm-hmm. Those literally do not exist anymore. Yeah. And occasionally, I, sometimes, but not many. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it was where it's like, oh, I bought, what was that? Infinity Blade. You know, or, you know, or like threes, it, it, you know, and, and granted the people who made threes are like the coolest people on the planet. And they're like, no, we would never make a subscription model of it. We would never do that. They, 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 they debated selling, uh, what was it? Uh, an undo button. Yes. At some point, And they said, no, it would just, it wouldn't, it would, it would break the spirit of the game. So we don't, we're not doing it, but it feels like people that are doing that don't exist at least on mobile, or if they do, they don't get the oxygen anymore. Yeah, because it's say, like the problem no. is not that it's that they got their lunch ate by fucking Zynga with whatever their knockoff, like ten twenty four or whatever the fuck it was. Or, yeah, twenty forty eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, it's just it. Yeah. It's like you know, like you come up with this great thing, you act like good people, and then they still figure out some way to fuck you. I mean, yeah. it's completely unrelated, except it kind of is. I mean, it's like there was a discussion that was in our discord about like, you know, why you never see RC Cola anymore. <laughs> like we were just having, we were having this discussion in the discord mm-hmm. and it was like, yeah, the tactic was, is like all the fountain or all the fountain distributors, like basically Coke and Pepsi teamed up to kill RC Cola and said, if you sell RC Cola in your fountain, we will not sell you any other things of our products. And since RC Cola only makes a cola and you want Sprite and all the other things, which do you think they're going to fucking pick? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, and yeah, I'm sure Activision and whoever else got together and were like, hey, these people are doing the good thing. How can we kill them? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Welcome to late stage capitalism. Right. Yeah. And you almost never see like good mobile games anymore. Mm -hmm. Like they're polished mobile games. Like um, uh, the Harry Potter game that I played so much of. Um, Wizards Unite. Wizards Unite, yes. Very polished, very slick, but also a fucking trash game. And I I really enjoyed it for a while, but it too got to the point where they're just inventing new shit for you to spend money on. Mm-hmm. And that's the only yeah. purpose of it is the story doesn't progress. All it is is like, oh, hey, we came up with a new a new item for you to buy and once you buy this new item you can do things with it i'm like <laughs> nah just and that's all the games it's like mm-hmm. it's it's an app on your phone where you can spend money and that's the entire that's all of it mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just like that's that's where I hit with kind of, and I just kind of took it to like, well, you know what, fuck all games. Like, I, I I did, I just, and then somehow I regressed where it was like, you know what, like, 
can't rage against the entire machine. You got to pick your battles. And Hades taught you how to love again. <laughs> no, I got I got my groove back before that. Like you know, I mean, Far Cry pissed me off and whatnot with its dumb. We're not taking aside. You know good people on both sides kind of wishy-washy namby-pamby bullshit that it had and you know it was just like you know but that's like that's i'm, I'm raging against a story choice in a game not like some broken thing you know it's just like what the mm-hmm. fuck are you doing like that's awful but yeah i mean i don't know i just i, I decided it's like i i still want to play games and it's just get i i just decided to chuck the ones that are so egregious that i can't get past it you know like be it mobile or anything else like yeah mm-hmm. i don't know pick yeah. the battles I, that's why that's but that's kind of goes back to what i was saying like you know a full-fledged like no bullshit game like cyberpunk i don't think has any plans of having dlc they don't they're not selling a season pass you know they're didn't it, witcher witcher the third had some dlc right eventually yes but yeah. they also so, had a lot of free content like witcher yeah. 3 is like one of the kings of like it it Everyone talks about Rainbow Six Siege about how they just keep get, tacking on more free content, but like I think Witcher Three was started this shit, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, and the expansion was like a new continent, right? It was and like it basically was massive, here's yeah. another game, and it was yeah. only like fifteen dollars or something yeah. crazy. Like and that's that. what I'm saying. Like, I mean, if 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 nothing else broken with the promise of fixing it, just you know, any game that like comes out at least has the ambition of like this is the complete game. Now we might sell you additional content that's like new whole things like like we said it's the difference of like dlc versus like uh you know expansion packs like you know mm-hmm. expansion packs back in the day was like hey this is going to extend your game another 10 20 30 hours depending on what it is and you knew it was like all right well i'm only going to get this many hours more content but it's also only 10 15 dollars <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah, like I said, yeah. I, 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 we're fully in favor of thing of these companies that say this is our plan and like you're getting a complete game. You know, I, I that's mm-hmm. why I'm saying like, please, people buy these games. Like, don't let the good things. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to say Cyberpunk is amazing and give them all your money. I'm saying like anything that like purports to like this is a full game. We're not doing any DLC bullshit microtransaction things. Please, if they're halfway good, buy them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> FYI, uh, Rainbow Six has a whole lot of shit to spend money on. Oh, sure, now, yes. But, I mean, they also, like, for a long time, it was, like, they kept giving a lot of free content, you know. And also, I tried Rainbow Six Siege. I don't know how people play that. (laughs) I don't either. It's trash. It's... Yeah, like I mean, I like watching people play. No, I I, like I watch. I like watching people play, like highlight things of people that are good at it. I've seen some funny ass shit, and I was like, I'd like to get in on that, man. When no, you, you would not. <laughs> when you when you play, I'm just saying when you played a Call of Duty or a Battlefield or something with like some you know tighter controls, that game is like doing the robot you know of, of first person shooters. It's like what the fuck? It's very yeah, it's very stiff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> speaking of stiff, my back hurts. I need to get up for a second. Shall yeah, we take, let's a, take break? a break? Yeah, break nice. time. Nailed a segue.
right, second half. Still hey. a motherfucking video game podcast. Still brought is. to you by the internet <gasps> and, and video games. games. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just keep it going. Uh, hey, this is a video game about internet type <laughs> shit. Watchdogs Legion. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You ever a couple of you guys been playing it? The ever changing. We're never quite sure what the tone is. Games, Watchdog games. <laughs> Yeah, because the first one is like super serious and has a antagonist, and it's <laughs> yeah. not fun. Yeah. And the second nope. one swung wildly into the goofy world. Yep, and this one like pulls it back mostly from the goof. It's, it's well, it's got a goofy undercurrent to it in a very dangerous situation. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's. But odd. I mean, it's it's it, like. This one is not like two where it was just like, hey, there's a guy with an LED face and he doesn't talk. He just has emojis. And, you know, it's like, okay. Like, and this one is like, you know, yeah. I mean, there of course, is a digital beekeeper. <laughs> that's true. That is a late. That is what was the, the wait. Does it keep thing? digital bees? Yes. Like, yeah, you send cyber bees to murder people. But hold on. It's not okay. as cool as you want it to be. I, I was very. It's okay. But it's it's kind of a bummer that it's not cooler than. Yeah. The first time you do it. <laughs> right. I mean, the, the cyber bees are not powerful enough to make it like a truly viable character when there are better options. <laughs> no, they mostly just annoy people. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, damn, cyber bees, get yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is the one where they were like, hey, anyone in London, you can recruit them and take over them and start playing as them. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's kind of the case. Uh, it is. I, I mean... <laughs> The thing, the thing, like I, I think I like the multiple character thing more than you did. Um, yeah, I, as as a one off kind of thing, I really liked it because it, it's just a different way to do a skill tree. Sure. Um, and I realize it depends entirely on your draw. Like if you just end up picking a bunch of people who aren't or, or either too same or just not interesting enough, that can kind of suck. But I just kept pulling people who were fascinating to me and I kept making up little stories in my head about but their backstory. In, in, and In what way? Cause like, that's the thing is like, I wanted everyone to like, I did kind of want to like recruit the crazy pigeon guy or something, you know, from the park <laughs> or something like, like I was like, but you know, the thing is like, you know, you're, you're scanning people and you're like, Oh, well that person's a construction worker. They get the cool ass drone and a big wrench to hit people. So obviously <laughs> recruit them first mm-hmm. and make that your main character. Just pro tip. Um, yep. But uh, like everyone else is just like, oh, well, they have this skill or thing that I want. And then you go over and talk to them and they're either a fucking nutball or they're just <laughs> normal, you know? And it's like, you don't know they're anything about their personality by looking at them, obviously. But most of their voices do not match their faces because no. they just look like regular people. And then you get up to them and they're like, oi, mate, I got it. And it's like, oh, God, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that I, th- I think that's the problem is like my my problem was like. In a nutshell, what happens in this game is basically like it starts with like DeadSec basically being decimated, like anything that was left left behind and yeah. blamed for and framed for, yeah, framed a for a massive thing. terrorist attack. And so like there's just like one guy who's left over and that's like your starting character basically, and he is the one that like gets the cell back going. Well, I picked the most useless fucking chavy ass piece of shit dude that I could ever imagine. And as soon as I could stop playing him, I never wanted him to be involved in that game ever again. Cause like everything, I my first dude, I, well, you got lucky. Cause my guy sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I mean, th- this has no bearing on like why I don't like him. I'm just saying like, he was an, he was an Asian dude 
who was like super chavvy. So I just like, and then they just gave him this like voice and it was like, everything about you breaks my brain. Like, <laughs> like, cause he's dressed nice, but then it's just like, Oh, okay, bruv, we'll go over here and get the thing. And it's like, Oh, what? And like, I'm like, no, I, yeah, boy, yeah. bruv. Yeah. I just couldn't like, it's like one more time of him doing that. I was like, all right, ugh, fuck off guy. Anyway, but yeah, I finally found a construction lady that kind of became my main character, and yeah, the game's fine. It's um, you do a lot of uh, flying around a cargo drone if you're doing things right. <laughs> yes, because uh, yeah. driving in that game is for suckers. <laughs> I mean, you know, there there are reasons to drive, and there are some benefits to driving, like uh, you know, blending. And I like the auto drive feature, even though it's slow as shit. And I wish you could yeah, say, you like, go about twenty miles an hour, yeah. which doesn't make sense. But it, it is good for like blending and stuff. It's like throwing auto, you know, hop in a different car, throw an auto drive, and you're just like, I'm just a normal guy going down the street. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, most of the time it's like, yeah, get on the cargo drone, get up high, and work your way down to whatever objective because it's going to be a lot easier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's fine. It's yeah. I this um, you know, as I've said, like in the first half, I've been playing like two hours of a game, and then like I want to check out this new thing because it's a new generation. There's lots of games. Um. But I, I had started Watch Dogs Legion and went back to it a month or so later because they had patched it and it sounded like it was working. So I was like, I'll check that back out. And man, I just, that game sank its teeth into me. It was just like, you have to play the rest of this. And mm-hmm. for like a week straight, this was the only thing I played and really had a good time with it. Um, I I know I said on the last episode that the way that game starts, I went, ah, that person's a bad guy. I can smell it already. It's stupid. And then at the end, that person is totally the bad guy. And I was like, ah, this is dumb. I can't believe I guessed it. It's stupid. Um, but I don't know. It, it goes some interesting places. And then there's a mission after the credits where, holy shit, it goes interesting places. <laughs> like, they've tacked on this mission at the end of the game where it's just the weirdest kind of upsetting, deeply personal thing. <laughs> it's strange. It's weird. Yeah, I, um, I will make a side recommendation. Uh, do not play this in close proximity to Cyberpunk. Oh, no. But no, I just mean because, like, I am actually confusing what powers were in what game. <laughs> because they're both very much about, like, hack and disrupt yeah. this or, you know, distract this person. And I'm honestly occasionally questioning which thing was in which game. Right. So. Yeah, I... I remember I was annoyed when I first started playing it with all the the tethering that it does. I, I really hate the like you're constantly cyber pointing at something that you can do something to. Mm-hmm. But a couple hours in, I was just like, I just want to fuck with everything. Just point me at something. I'm going to make it explode or shoot money out or <laughs> I'm going to make. Ra- I just love making cars randomly just parked cars like go in reverse or yep. just shoot out straight. Ahead. I was about to say, like <laughs> the driving may be for suckers, but. Getting in an ultra fast car and cruising down the wrong side of the street, which I guess is the right side of the street, and uh-huh. just constantly hitting the bumper to make cars go left. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just like out of your way. Yeah. You, you know, it's, it, it, yeah, you feel like Bruce Almighty years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, some of the powers in that game are really cool. Um, some of them are dumb, dumb but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you've got a TARDIS in your, in your hideout. Um, millions of different clothing options. So mm-hmm. you can look just about as stupid as you want. Yep. Um, I, I yeah. love just how many like, uh, I look, I, I've been to London and I've been to New York, two cities that love to sell merchandise with their own city on them. <laughs> I don't recall as many stands as there are with like I Heart London 
merchandise as there yeah. are in Watch Dogs Legion. There are a lot <laughs> of just here's the flag on a shirt. You yeah. want it, right? It's yeah. like I sort of, I do, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, I just, it, it's a dumb, stupid game, and it's it's, but it's it's it, it's well polished. It is unfortunate that they went for all of the other next gen things because it's locked at thirty frames. But I so, mean, yeah, it didn't bother me. Yeah, well, I just because I mean, it's, it's locked. I mean, it's 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 solid. Yeah, but I mean, like the draw distance is insane, and it's got ray tracing, I believe, and all the other shiny bits. So yeah, yeah, I I'm sure they'll get better. At I don't think this is going to be like a permanent choice on this generation of consoles where it's like, do you want 60 frames? Well, you gotta, you know, turn all these things off. I think eventually we're gonna get where everything has both. It's just they just know, have to unlock the power. Well, they just have to learn how to do it i mean like they always do for all these consoles like yeah optimization it's good you probably heard some dismissives early on but it's good it's entertaining Mm -hmm. all right i did not mind at all no (laughs) Uh, uh, and moving on because i'm the open world guy i guess uh i wanted more greek shit so i finally was like you know the new assassin creed games don't have anything really to do with each other and i'm not ready to jump to valhalla just yet uh I didn't care for Origins. I don't think maybe or- Origins might work for me now that I I just feel like for a soft reboot of Assassin's Creed, it did not do a good job of like, here's how it is different now. <laughs> like, it, I felt like it did a really mm-hmm. bad job of like, you've played all the Assassin's Creed. Now try this one and it's totally different. Um, this one works for me. I started playing Odyssey, um, which is the one I think everyone really liked. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really good. Um, it's also like possibly one of the biggest open world maps I think I've ever seen, or just feels like the most chock full of shit. Um, it is both. Yeah. I mean, it is like, there, I mean, there's crazy naval combat, like in black flag, there's, you know, just different islands and I wouldn't say continents, but there's like little islands and stuff all over the place. It's just, it's the scope of it is, is kind of insane. I don't think it's the biggest, like actual, like mass wise. I mean, that would probably be something like the crew or, well, I guess Elite Dangerous, but uh, but I mean like <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, but I mean like you know it's it's just it's a it's a massive chock full map thing you know that takes a long time to get certain places based on the methods of travel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean I'm I'm digging the like more RPG ish elements than past Assassin's Creeds have had. I mean your dialogue choices feel a little more meaningful, and there's kind of like there's a not murder everything playthrough in Assassin's Creed, which is weird. <laughs> I mean, you can, tr- you can actually play like a true pacifist playthrough if you want to. Um, Cause there's knockout options in place of assassinations and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm digging it. And I, I like the characterization of the people and I did pick Cassandra. I heard that was the way to go. Yeah, definitely. So, but yeah, it's a strong game. And I just, it's one of those, like took a while to get to it. I, I'll probably pick up Valhalla at some point. Yeah. It'll go continue to go on sale because that's mm-hmm. what Assassin's Creed games do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have literally no segue, but I started playing a game called The Sinking City, which I remember picking up right before it got delisted because of a dispute between uh, the publisher and the developer of this game. Uh, the developer's name is Frogwares. And I guess they're uh, one of those European studios. But uh, this is a, it's kind of an adventure game. It's a Lovecraftian thing where you are a detective who has come to 
a city that it has not stopped raining in months. And so it is flooded and starting to like the bottom levels are just completely underwater. And so you're walking around docks to get between, but like all the people that live there are still functioning as a city. And uh, you are there because you keep having visions of being at the city. And then there's a giant Cthulhu thing in the sky that draws you in. And your guy is trying to figure out why this is happening. And his way of getting in with all the, you know, basically the civic leaders of the city is solving cases. And he offering his private investigator skills to figure out, okay, how did this person get murdered? Or, you know, where, where did this person go? This person's missing, that sort of thing. So it kind of, in the dialogue and early on, it feels like Mass Effect, but without like the Renegade or Paragon options, you know, just like kind of when you, in the first one, when you're going around the Citadel, just talking to people. Mm-hmm. And then one guy's like, well, I, I don't like this guy because of this. And then you go and talk to the other guy and then you kind of, you know, meet back up and kind of put it together. And this one works similar to that, but there is combat because there are weird little monster things that will show up every once in a while that I'm sure are more story relevant as the game goes on. And I will say the shooting is not good, but luckily it is not the main focus of the game. The game is more about like exploring the city and solving different cases that are presented to you over the course of it. And I'm liking it so far. It does open up to kind of become an open world thing, but it's because the city is flooded, it becomes difficult to navigate. And uh, a lot of the clues that you're given are basically just like, all right, something happened at this intersection of these cities, uh, of these streets. So you will go to that street in the city and then start investigating there to see what they're talking about. So it's kind of, I mean, it's cool. It definitely shows that it was like this small independent European studio that put it together, <laughs> I'll say. But it's really, it's it's got a unique feel to it that I like because it's kind of like Bioshock combined with Mass Effect, but not in the best ways <laughs> that you would like if I said, okay, it's Bioshock combined with Mass Effect. Most people would be like, fuck, sign me up. And it's not quite that. It's more like almost like the Bioshock setting uh, but with a lot of the smaller incidental stuff that Mass Effect was. And I'm I'm enjoying it a lot so far, you know, and, and piecing together the the uh the detective stories is kind of cool. Hmm. And uh, it, Chuck, I think you looked it up. It was like ten bucks at GameStop. Yeah, you you had talked it up enough to where I was like, I should probably pick that up and then I saw it was on sale and went and got it, so yeah, I'll throw it in so, at some point when I finish a couple. So more. is it still like not available unless you have a physical copy? No, you can buy it. I, th- oh. I, th- I think it's back on the digital storefront yeah. now because because I think it's like it's basically the publisher relinquished the rights to the developer, something like that. I don't I don't know exactly what it was. I know I got it when it was like literally like twelve dollars for the DLC plus the main game yeah. season pass type deal. So it was like super cheap for me. But now it's like, if you want to buy the whole thing, it's like $75, which I would not recommend. <laughs> like, like I wouldn't say go buy this at 60 bucks. You know, I know we just had this whole big discussion, but I don't know if this is a uh, $60 worth of game, <laughs> so to speak. And especially not $75 worth of game with all the DLC, but it's still, if you're, if you're looking for something off the beaten path, I I'm liking it a lot so far. Yeah, when when you recommended it to me, I looked it up and I was like, uh, this is a $60 game. What the hell? 
Yeah. It nothing about it said AAA studio, you know, anything no. more than And and apparently uh playing it on the Series X load times on mechanical drives for that game are apparently brutal. Like two and a half minutes to load into an area. Cool. So like I didn't notice any of it because I run it off an SSD and so it's like, oh cool. Game's ready. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, fifteen seconds later, that sort of thing that is basically the case with all the stuff on the series X now. So, hmm. so yeah, <laughs> I meant to mention this when we were talking about watchdogs Legion, but we were talking about the lack of uh, tool tips on loading screens. Now, <laughs> uh, did you ever have Legion just decide to give you all the tool yes. tips? Like <laughs> it would, it would get in this thing where it was just like, it would just rapid scroll all the tool tips because <laughs> yeah. it was loading so fast. You would, you would get all of them for only a millisecond. So it yeah. would just scroll through every, t- and it was just like, Nice. I, yeah. I am I where am I? Like, I was, is this I was, part for, of the cycle? For a second I was like, Am I data from Star Trek and I'm reading? Just yeah. Like, Got mm. it. Okay, I know how to play the game yeah. now, sir. Yeah. That's one of the game's fun glitches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh speaking of having stuff on SSD, real quick, my SSD died on my Xbox Series X. Oh my god, your your Samsung. Yeah, and it was one. only like I got it basically uh at right before launch i got it in october Mm -hmm. so i guess i just got a bum drive and it was weird because it just died like i think i was actually moving something over to it i think i was moving call of duty uh modern warfare onto it because i was like shit i can't have this on my internal anymore because i couldn't install immortals phoenix rising Uh yeah like i think i was trying to install immortals and it was like no 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 phoenix rising for you you got to get stuff off and i'm like oh Warzone's like 198 gigs i think i'll move that over and yeah Somewhere in the middle of that, it died, and then like it just kept giving me errors whenever I tried to do anything. So I rebooted, and then it was not recognizing the drive at all. Changed, tried a different cord, tried plugging it into the PC, all that stuff, and it was like, nope, this thing does not exist anymore. <laughs> so apparently, when SSDs die, they die like with no like, yeah, it's just you're you're just holding a corpse <laughs> at that point. <laughs> there, there's nothing left there. So yeah, so I suddenly had to down re-download two gigs worth of stuff that I had on it, which was a bummer, but you mean two terabytes (laughs) or sorry, two terabytes. Yeah. 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 Little known fact. It actually stands for super sudden death. Yes. (laughs) I, I, I would believe that, but Mm -hmm. amazingly, Amazon was just like, Oh cool. Send it back. All right. Here's a new one. It it was here before I even got to uh, UPS to drop the other one. off. Amazon does not give a fuck. They're just like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Okay. Check your mailbox. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. and that was it I mean look uh, under your seat <laughs> <laughs> look at the screen now look at your hands now look at the screen now look at your hands it's there well yeah well you remember when they sent me two uh, two Xbox One X's yeah and they're just yes. like yeah keep keep the second one I'm like are you uh, what really I'm like is there Man. a way you can confirm this for me <laughs> and he's like yes uh, the chat will be logged and I'll email it to you I'm like please do because I don't trust you right now. This is too good to be is true. Is this your last day? <laughs> anytime, yeah. anytime I have returns, they're like, look, if you don't send this back, if we don't have it in the tracking system in 14 hours, we're sending the police to your house yeah. to murder you in half. Like, I, I don't give I, any fucking breaks from Amazon. I, I guess I just have like the Amazon white privilege or something. They're just like, here, man. Here, you're good. Just, just why does you just take it take it. <laughs> just take it it's fine yeah. yeah that other guy he doesn't need this ssd no. you need this ssd take Were it you just doing it. the eddie murphy yes thing? i was <laughs> okay. yeah. i just always have to do the old man check with chuck here <laughs> yeah okay. eh, what? i got that yeah. reference 
Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, speaking anyway, of like, yes. well, no, I just I was going to say, speaking of like returns and things. Uh, hold on, hold on one second. Which is, we were just talking about shipping back things, and I never got a chance to throw. Like, I I did the uh, my elite controller. Elite controller two decided to die, and I, I just we're just killing equipment left and right here. I I just wanted to point out. Look, I very recently I also had to do a, a warranty thing with Apple, mm-hmm. and Apple was like, oh, things okay, like good enough you're you telling us thing like little resistance what i'm saying is like we will send you a new thing with very little questions asked came in a box uh perfectly wrapped Ooh, a box <laughs> and then like that same box was then you know i just put my device back in it came with a label literally dropped it you know in a mailbox i think i think it was like yeah i think it was actually usps so they they were like literally thinking so that we're not in a hurry to get it back just, right. we're gonna make this convenient for you just literally find any mailbox <laughs> microsoft on the other hand bought an elite controller something you're supposed to think like this is 180 eighty dollar video game controller <laughs> three times the price of the normal one mm-hmm. first off i had to fight with them my my right bumper button had stopped working al- almost completely i had a little bit of joystick drift the things that people were complaining about with the series two um had some sticky face buttons just other like random things to the point that it was like fine fuck it is this thing still under warranty <laughs> and at first they were like no we did extend it for a year but your three days passed and then I went through like a thing and it was like, oh, and, and, and we, you can't talk to anybody to try to plead your case with what's going on. Uh, and then they had the audacity to link me to the page to buy another one, a new one, uh, because I was out of warranty. And that was my only recourse until I finally figured out somewhere that I had never registered my device to my account. And then it bumped me up and gave me the 30 days of, of normal warranty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I cheated them by basically <laughs> registering to my device and I got the basic 30-day warranty again, which is also super shitty for a device that costs three times the device of a normal controller. Um, but then it was just like, all right, here's a shipping label. Print it out yourself. Find a box. <laughs> pack it. Uh, also their first choice was like i had to i had to lie a little bit again because like when i told them the bumper was broken they're like all right we'll send you a repair kit and i'm like no you won't (laughs) i'm not taking this fucking controller apart because i'm never going to get it back in the same state at which it was from the factory so it's always going to rattle or have something wrong with it if i take it apart so i had to basically tell them all buttons are unresponsive but yeah it was like all right take your the removable things off of this pack it up yourself send it here wait like about 20 days i think it, no not oh quite. it was it was like it was like 14 days a good solid 14 days for it to arrive there and then luckily their only like saving grace was that when they returned it they sent it back like next day air <laughs> wow did you have to take these the little grips on the back did you have to take those off no they told me to take okay. all the any of the bump tr- bumpers or the whatever paddles off the back the okay uh the two uh thumbsticks and the d-pad thing okay all right yeah. i was gonna say man because like if no, no, no. Like Those all things the, are hard to get off. All the things that are like in the you know, replaceable kit. Yeah, I got you. Because mm-hmm. they're like, we're not sending those back. But yeah, I finally got it and it works. But yeah, like Jesus Christ. Like guys, like like I said, like it's just, it's really insulting that like, you, you know, I was actually like, I just want to contact somebody and explain what the hell I just explained that I'm like a couple days out of the warranty. <laughs> you know, like I'm having the experience everyone else is having, you know, plus more and uh, they're they're you know sorry you don't qualify to talk to a person via chat or phone and here's a link to go buy a new one it's just like fuck you like, <laughs> yeah like, that's like i can't send an email can't like find a phone number of anyone to call like i mean i'm sure i could have said what's microsoft's 800 number and eventually gotten a person but jesus like yeah just call 1-800 microsoft 
Also, by the way, if you ever have to call Apple, just side note, it's really bizarre if you ever have to call their tech support. Like when you call up and they, if they do have to put you on hold, which I was only on hold for like 30 seconds, they let you pick your music. <laughs> what? They're like, would you like to hear, you know, adult contemporary, easy listening, classical? You know, it's just like, and those are all the same. I just said all these music. Yeah. yeah, it was, it's an Apple music ad, yeah. but yeah, it's like you yeah, get, basically hit, no, you that's, get to hit your station that's you know, while you're on hold. Yeah. 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 I like that. And I was just like, that's, that's, that's cool. And it and it was like also I think it didn't it never did the please hold we're still trying to get someone which is the worst thing because if you're just listening to music you're like I will tune that out when I hear a human I will go to the phone but right. when you hear the automated voice you're like uh oh <laughs> <laughs> anyway enough old man ranting about shipping and stuff let's talk about games and stuff the future of games in fact the future of games yes <clears throat> um, the future of games as we all know is virtual reality mm-hmm. and uh, the <laughs> Futurist virtual reality, I guess, equipment is the um, Oculus Quest 2. And my brother-in-law, I don't know if he got it for Christmas. I don't know what. He's never expressed any interest in it, but um, they're visiting this past weekend. And he's like, hey, you want to play a a VR game? And I'm like, we're at my dad's house. Like, there's no VR games at my dad's house. (laughs) Um Turns out he was very wrong. <laughs> oh, that's what VR stands um, for. W, though. <laughs> yeah, very wrong. But no, he just had his Oculus Quest with him. Um, he's like, here you go. Here's headset yeah. and controllers. I'd never leave the house without my Quest. <laughs> I I guess he figured since he's he's going on vacation, he's going to have some free Oculus time or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. He's going to be baiting in a cabin with, <laughs> in VR. Right. <laughs> But I mean, it's the best time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, it's a cabin and the wood. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. So um, the the Oculus Quest is the one that you don't have to have a PC for. It's just like standalone. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, mm. And you don't have to have any little, you know, sensors or anything. Everything's mm-hmm. done by the headset and, and the controllers. And, uh, I think the difference between the Quest 1 and the Quest 2 is the Quest 2 could do basic head tracking, mm. but it couldn't do, like, know that where the motion controllers were tracking. Like, I don't think I have, what's that, near field, whatever yeah. stuff, LiDAR, whatever. <laughs> like, I think they added that to the Quest 2, which lets you use the touch controllers. Yeah. Um, it works amazingly. Like, mm-hmm. it works incredibly well. There was a moment, um, speaking of the LiDAR thing, uh, it's got some sort of regular cameras on the front as well because um, my brother-in-law did the space setup for it, so I didn't get to see any of that. But at one point, I walked out of the space, and it was like walking through a portal, <laughs> and there was on the headset the everything that I was... Yeah, <laughs> like a 3D camera view of everything that was in front of me. That's freaky. Um, <laughs> and then you walk back into your... Um, into your little marked out space and yeah it's, it's it, almost like you're entering a virtual holodeck you know yeah, it's like yeah, oh, exactly. as long as i'm in here i'm good step out here it's like illusions yeah. over um also it gives you a little spot on the ground uh whenever you look down there's a little ring and um that's so that you don't like go crashing into the credenza or something but um i played uh two games one was the walking dead saints and sinners and it's this the visuals are super cheesy. Um, it seems like it might get interesting 
Um, and also you, somebody like me might get totally lost in it because um, it's a, there's a bunch of crafting and gathering up shit for recipes and um, there's some sort of long story about shit happening in New Orleans and there's a flood and two factions and you probably pick a side and either be a good guy or a bad guy. Um, but it was the first uh, VR game that I've played where you like walk around in first person and I didn't lose my lunch and <laughs> I only got nauseous once, which was the first time I walked forward and then stopped because my brain, it, it really screwed my brain up about, uh, about like seizing motion. I was expecting, I don't know what I was expecting, but like, I just kind of like wobbled and my stomach went, Err. Yeah, but after I th that, I, I think that anything that doesn't have the what do they call it teleport control, where you point to where you want to go and pop there, but uh, yeah. it is best played sitting down. I don't think like I I don't see how you could do it standing up for very long. <laughs> it's not Did bad, yeah, honestly. Okay. Um, it has the the motion is really interesting. So, um, on the right hand controller, the right stick turns you in. Um, eighth of a circle increments, maybe sixteenth of a circle, but it's kind of small-ish increments. And then when you're moving forward, as you look left or right, it kind of strafes you left and right. Um, it it works remarkably well. Um, and the um, the tracking on the uh, on the controllers is really really good. Like, um, I was, so you, you can see your virtual hands and you can, um, pick up stuff with like the middle finger trigger, uh, cause there are two triggers. There's an index finger and middle finger. So you can pick up stuff with like the middle finger trigger. And I was just for a couple minutes picking up stuff and holding it in one hand high and dropping it to my other hand and just like catching stuff and tossing stuff between my hands. Um, and that was really strangely satisfying. It was, <laughs> it worked so well and the fidelity was so high that it was, it was remarkable. And at the same time, kind of boring, like, <laughs> oh yeah, it just works. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything stupid. It just does what you expect. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let me see what else. I spend entirely too much time in the home portal hub of whatever Oculus World is in the store. There's like mm -hmm. a virtual pad with all kinds of shit you can pick up, like a bow and arrow and stuff. And yeah, I would just pick up like a alphabet block or something and be like, can I catch it in the other hand? Ah. <laughs> yeah, same same kind of thing. It's just yeah. like, does this actually work like you think it would work? <laughs> and it does, You generally speaking. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. it works ridiculously well. Um, and there's also like your little base, there's a bunch of trinkets and shit around your base. Um, but you walk in and like you walk onto this bus where you have all your, all your radios and shit. And there's a, there's a revolver laying on the table. And one of the buttons on your, on your, uh, you pick up, you can pick up the revolver. One of the buttons on the, on the controller flaps open the cylinder. And I was like, 
huh, this is kind of neat. And I accidentally closed the cylinder. I flicked my hand back too fast and it closed the cylinder. I was like, oh, well, that's really neat. Like, neat that they programmed that in. And so I opened it up again. I was like, hmm. And I held it upside down and I just shook it. And all of the rounds fell on the ground. <laughs> like, that's exactly what should happen. But it was hilarious to me that it it just worked. Like, they, they anticipated that people were going to fuck with all these little physics things. And you have to put each round in individually um, with your other hand. It's stuff like that was fascinating. And I was just picking up shit and um, there's a crate in that bus where all of your like crafting shit goes. You know, you go back to the bus and drop off all your stupid weapon parts and nails and shit like that. But I had this, uh, it was a, a weapon part, and I was standing at the front of the bus, and the crate is about middle of the way. I was like, hmm, I wonder. And I just threw the, I didn't throw the controller, luckily. I was, I had enough presence of mind not to throw the controller, but I just threw the um, the weapon part, and it just bounced into the crate. And the game was like, you know, added to inventory or whatever. <laughs> And that kind of shit was just like it's really fascinating and delightful that that sort of thing was thought of. And um, I don't know if the game is actually any good or not because um, I didn't really get past like the tutorial and the uh, starting area where I got distracted fucking around with physics. But um, the attention to detail on those on on little things and that was was really charming. Um, the game that I played that I want to rave about and that I think anybody who has VR probably should play is called um, Pistol Whip. It is kind of like Beat Saber, but with guns. In a way, um, it's not exactly like Beat Saber, but. It's a shooting rhythm game. Mm -hmm. So you shoot enemies along with the beat, and they have, you know, they have super hot bullets that come at you, and you have to dodge those. Um, but you shoot and reload to the beat, and you get more points, and the music is fucking banging. Um, <laughs> it's on rails. It just kind of guides you straight through a level for a while, but it's, um, it's A, difficult, and be um, just really addicting and fun to play. Like I can see, I can see that being like a I waste five or six hours before I realize I've wasted five or six hours kind of game. Because um, you just you know you jump in and it drags you through a level for two and a half minutes, and you shoot things along with the beat, feeling like a you know an EDM John Wick and. <laughs> Then the level's over, or you die, and you just start over. Um, and I don't, oh, I don't but know if that guy's name is John Sick, by the way. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> um, I don't know if I don't know if two guns is standard, but you can have two guns, and you feel like a fucking badass, like just skating through this level, dodging, you know, dodging shit in real life, but virtually because you have to move. And I. I found myself like getting way into it and I was like leaning back, shooting 
with both hands and I probably look like a moron doing it and I hope that nobody recorded video of it happening but I felt like a badass doing all of it and like squatting to to duck from you know from the super hot bullets and I'm sorry I just I'm a <laughs> I'm just imagining. Remember the uh, Lonely Island? What was it? Uh, today's gonna be a great day. Where like the, the dude's doing cocaine, and then like everyone else is like, uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. But like, there's yeah. a party. He's like, because we all live in the Matrix, and he's like, <laughs> and it does all the stuff, and then it cuts to like the people watching him. He's just like, <laughs> I imagine that's like your interpretation of Pistol Whip versus people watching you play. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh... That's probably exactly what it what it was like, um, and I was probably only leaning back like two or three inches. Right. But um, yeah, just the fidelity of that kind of stuff. And there's uh, Mackie mentioned the, I think VR Spider Man. The only time I got like, besides that little wooziness with the with the Walking Dead game, there's a a point of uh, pistol whip where on one of the levels you go across like a sort of like a catwalk and there's just nothing below you once you've been playing for 15 or 20 minutes you look down and the ground's not there anymore it freaks you out for a second it was it was mm. kind of i don't have a big fear of heights i have more a fear of uh falling off of great heights accidentally which i, I figure is those are the same thing <laughs> I don't have an irrational fear of heights. Like right. if I'm somewhere up high and I'm not gonna fall, yeah, yeah, I'm well, fine. Just come down, come down, man. Yeah, but I, I feel I'm afraid of heights. I'm not afraid of falling. I'm afraid of dropping something I care about from heights. <laughs> okay, that's a that's a pretty that is how fear. fucked up my head is. Like I, I'm afraid of dropping my keys or my phone or my wife. You know and. <laughs> That's fair. All of those are fair to worry that about. That is that is my That's fear a, whenever I'm at heights. It's an odd order, but yeah. It's an order of increasing well, importance. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, you gotta be able to get in the house. I mean and shit. Last but certainly not least, God. <laughs> yeah. But, but yes. He, anyway, yeah. heights. Um but yeah, the the uh, pistol whip is 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 great fun. Like it feels really good to to get in a rhythm and just be like bang, bang, bang along to the beat. Um, so if you have the virtual realities, you should definitely, it might be free. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, I thought I, that's the best price, right? The king of prices. Um, (laughs) Oh, that's you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, do you know, it is not free. It is 25 bucks, but <gasps> it's worth it. It might be free on the Oculus store. That might be where mm. it's free. Um, the Quest 2, can't you... Like, I know it's a standalone unit, but can't you use it as an Oculus Rift also? By you are correct. It? Yeah, You can get a special cable that will connect to your personal computer, and you may personally compute with it. I. It'd be really cool if they had a wireless pack somehow. To like you know let, let me give it the full power of my desktop computer but i don't want a cable you know i don't oh, i mean yeah. i'm sure they'd have to come up with some kind of like ultra fast you know standalone protocol or some crap but you know like it just saying it once we hit that i think like yeah tr- i mean having played plenty of R- uh, rift and having tried someone's quest too i was like 
I know the fidelity is not as good, but I'm real tempted to get this for the more immersive, you know, you feel more like you're in it, not feeling like there's cables dripping off of you and stuff. Yeah. Well, you can, I mean, you can use it with, for a lot of things without the, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. um, Without being hooked up to your personal computer, it is a sure. uh, pistol whip is twenty four ninety nine on the Oculus Store also, but that's a good price to be honest. It it's it's well done. It's a cool ass game. Yeah, oh, I sadly have never I've never actually even played Beat Saber, <laughs> the most popular thing, and it's like yeah. I've never actually fired it up. I haven't played that one either. Um, apparently, there's a there's a Star Wars game that's real good. Um, there is. I I have tried that. Okay. Um. Oh, the one other thing about about Pistol Whip, customizable guns. They have a bunch of the you know sci-fi guns that you're familiar with. Um, the uh, RoboCop pistol is in there, uh, so you can. Oh, do, a do real... you shoot a guy in the dick? Uh, no, I didn't use that one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I didn't yeah. shoot him. But they had the um, <laughs> they had the uh, Blade Runner blaster, mm. and I was like, oh well, I got to use that one because. This is all cyber looking, um, so I dual wielded Blade Runner blasters. Um, yeah, a bunch of bunch of cool guns and some fun little customizables. But yeah, that's cool last game, and I really enjoyed it. As you can uh, hear by how much I talked about it. What are you talking about like Blade Runners in the past. We're already past that. It's true. We're past Blade yeah. Runner. Mm. Yeah. Don't you remember that happened? <laughs> Yeah. So do you yeah. know that the original release of Blade Runner is further away? <laughs> yeah. So so twenty five bucks for a pretty sweet rhythm game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool last right. game. Um, Did you know that Blade Runner twenty forty nine is closer to Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven than we are to Blade Runner twenty forty nine? Do you feel old yet? <laughs> anyway, let's turn to another corner. I think sure. it's time for. Some Chuck talk, maybe? Some sure. Why not? PS4, hot PS4 on <laughs> PS5 action? Yeah, speaking of rhythm games. Yeah. Oh, I got rhythm. Yeah? yeah? yeah. <laughs> um, so, and, I've, and I've got this music game, too, <laughs> that you're about to talk about. Yeah, um, so I got, a, I got a PSN card for Christmas and immediately went to the store because I knew everything was on sale, uh, the, the PSN store, and was just... The, the PlayStation is my exclusive... Ex- exclusives machine that's just the way mm-hmm. i am now so mm-hmm. i'm just scrolling through looking for anything that's not on other systems because i want those i want to have that library um and then i i i'm familiar with the series but i didn't know there was a, a game for the ps4 of uh taiko drum master which i I, th- I think that thing's been around <laughs> since the dreamcast maybe mm-hmm. um pretty sure but so it's it's what you think it is. It's it's a drum game. Uh, there is a there is a custom drum controller for it. You don't have to have it. You can use the controller, um, which which I did. Uh, this made for a fun couple of hours on Christmas, banging through a bunch of songs I have never heard in my life, and have no idea what they're say, singing about or anything. But they're catchy as shit, and it it's kind of. It's kind of bare bones, but like once you get into a, a good groove of doing it, the screen just starts getting crazy, and it's just, it's very entertaining. It's just very entertaining in that like you're watching a Japanese game show or something. It's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> so, you know, I mean that in all the best ways. It is just, it's just 
crazy and the songs are catchy and the the you think it's going to be a breeze because you've really only got two spots to hit on this drum but after a while no it starts getting away from you and you're like i what i can't well, so there's lots of like fills and things where it's just yeah. like hit both buttons as fast as you can yeah. in like a you know and it, it'll kind of break your brain um yeah but I don't mind going back and trying the song again because so far all the songs I played are, are really catchy and stupid. So I knew exactly the... two songs. I knew two songs going in, yeah. like before I played them, and that was one of them was the baby metal song that gave me chocolate. Yep. I mean, I was like, okay, that's the first one I'm going to play because I recognize that, yeah. and then uh, something else. There was some so something in the pop section or something. I the was like, cheeseburger oh. song? It's no, not there, oh. unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> It is, is it unsold. even the same company? Is this is this uh, Namco or yeah, whatever? It is. No, it's Namco. Uh, yeah, Bandai yeah. Namco. Yeah, so I think that's the same people that make the. I I think it is the hamburger song. But game. like I <laughs> tried that to, thing is called. I tried to figure out what the hamburger song is actually called and just couldn't. Oh, find I have it. it on my Spotify. I, oh, do you? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it uh, was in the jam zone, I think, on the Discord. Okay. Because there's a yeah. ton of DLC for this game. I just went to the store and looked at it for half a second, and there's, I don't know, 150 songs, it looks like. And, of course, I don't know any of them. So, <laughs> Yeah, the problem is, you know, for someone who can't read Japanese, like, some of the song titles are in English, and some of them are just wholly in Japanese. Yeah. And so, like, even, like, like the Piano Jack guy who does the cheeseburger song usually writes his name in this, like, stylized thing of Piano Jack or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but it's and it's like you know in English and like the stylized writing. But yeah, if it I, there's something I'm pretty sure was him in there. I guess it just sounded like his piano and that little like drum box thing he has. But <laughs> if it was if it was credited to him, it wasn't his normal way of doing it. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's neat. It was ten bucks. Yeah. It may still be ten bucks. I don't know. Uh, I think through that's the nineteenth. Okay. Oh, is it? Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And it is Taiko no Tatsujin. Drum session. Right. I knew it had some extra words point. in there, but uh, I wasn't yeah. going to attempt to <laughs> fuck that up. I, I looked into the drums. I think drums it's on sale on Switch also. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. I looked into some of the drums just out of curiosity. I, I The thing is, is, like, nobody has any, does this work on the PS5 info right now, um, period. Like, How much are they? Sony's, they range because there's, like, three different ones. Yeah. Like, there's, there's one that's, like, a $100 one or something like that. It's, like, a crazy. Wow. Yeah, I, I can't imagine annoying my family by beating the fuck out of that drum. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is like it actually got me looking at like I was like, I should probably just buy an electronic drum kit, <laughs> like, like a real one. And, and like it started me looking in like going down that road of like, can I make it work with Rock Band? And pretty much the answer was no, yeah. not without spending an exorbitant amount of money to yeah. buy that MIDI adapter. They don't sell that brain yep. anymore. Yeah. Stupid brain. But so, okay, elsewhere in the sale, I found another game that's PS4 only, and I was not aware of this game, but became fascinated by it when I figured out what it was. It's a Fist of the North Star game, which is an anime uh, that we have watched a film for on the Bamfcast. Uh, it's it's pretty fucking goofy. Uh, Fist- that's one with the dude with the exploding head, right? Yes. And he has it strapped he, shut. His power is that he can punch you, and then your head explodes, and... So that's a, that's a thing that happens. Is uh, mm-hmm. Fist of the North Star: Lost Paradise is the name of the game. Now it's made by the Yakuza people, and it is very much just they have put the Fist of the North Star characters into a Yakuza game. It is the same exact template, gameplay style, all of that as one of those mm-hmm. games, and that's really weird. <laughs> it's really weird for this kind of 
Mad Maxi crazy anime thing uh, being bolted onto this <laughs> this other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so it's anime as fuck, obviously. Uh, I then went out into the world to express like, hey, this shit's fucking crazy and was immediately beaten down by other anime people who told me that's not crazy. That's normal anime. And I'm like, there's no fucking way this is normal anime. This shit is insane. He's walking around t- touching people on the shoulder and their fucking head explodes and he's covered in blood. <laughs> and then an orphan child will run up to him and ask him for help to find things. He's does just, he touch the orphan? <laughs> no. Does he, he explode no, the orphan? He does not explode the orphan. Uh, he's he's nice to the orphan. Is it like a Midas touch? Can he not explode somebody by touching them? I, well, he fights a lot of people and they don't explode, but he has one punch that is just like, I have punched you and now your your brain will start to bubble a little bit and finally just, it explodes. Wait, is he the one punch man? Is this what I've been hearing about? No, he punches. No. He has the like one said, punch. He punches a lot. It's just when he okay. decides the fight is over. <clears throat> Oh, the Midas touch, by the way, is like rogue for modern people. Uh, just in case you. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that that's another ten dollar game, PlayStation exclusive, probably still on sale too. So, uh, I again played a couple hours of it and thought this is really cool in a very disturbing way. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, it is filled with anime. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Like seriously, at one point it played an. It played 22 minutes of cutscenes. Like I didn't do a damn thing. Oh no! <laughs> it's just. I think you. I think you watched an episode of Fist of the North. Star, I, I believe they just threw one in there, and they were like, "Haha, got him!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Chuck's an anime now. Right. Yep. Um, um, well, yeah. I mean, I, it has a demo. I, I would like to point out that among us, Chuck is the only one of us that's been vaccinated, and <laughs> I'm not an anti-vaxer, but you're making a strong case to be wary. <laughs> If you're suddenly like, they injected the anime into me. (laughs) The translation was wrong. It doesn't turn you into an alligator. It turns you into an anime. Yes. I know. It's weird. I went into the anime zone on our Discord. You did for a hot mm -hmm. minute. It has changed me in ways that I was not prepared for and and don't care for, quite frankly. (laughs) I I can go out in public. I'm just ashamed to now. (laughs) You just can't do it because you have to carry your body pillow everywhere. Yeah. Um, And I don't want to do that. Right. <laughs> so. uh, I just want to track back to the uh, hamburger song or cheeseburger song uh-huh. uh, that we were talking about. If you search Spotify for "Eat a Classic Five, the number five, um, you will find track one of that glorious album from 2014 is the song that Harlow and I absolutely love from Jubeat. Okay. Yeah. No, that song's great. Like I seriously went looking for it and just realized I couldn't figure out what it was. So. Um, I will send you a message link, Chuck, to a place where you can get the whole album. Okay, that sounds yeah. fun. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Here I appreciate. It. I cannot read the names of any of these songs. <laughs> oh yeah, I also put a link in the uh, in the Twitch chat. Awesome. I would I would suggest watching a video tour of the game before plunking down because I mean, just, I don't know if Chuck was like under or overselling just how anime the drum game kind of is like i know you're circling back to the drum game i i know this i know he's just talking about the fist of north star but yeah all those songs are super anime oh yes they're they're very much they're all everyone could be an anime theme song it's it's that style of where all of a sudden the song's in english and i'm like oh my god i speak japanese and then no it's i mean there's a song called rpg for god's sake (laughs) 
Hmm. Um, but yeah. So um, also over the holidays, uh, I got to spend some time with my Nintendo Switch uh, because things were slow at work. And so I brought the Switch with me to just kind of... Oh, you stole it from your wife. I did. I finally, I, I took it back. I, I reclaimed it. Uh, she had fallen off the Animal Crossing wagon, so I grabbed that thing and ran. Um, so I just spent like two weeks kind of just scrolling through my Switch library, just trying out things and seeing if anything stuck. And I ended up playing, I, I, I ended up playing three platformers in a row that basically were the same game. And it was odd. Uh, the new Super Mario Brothers, uh, Yoshi's Crafted World, and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. And played a couple of hours of each of those, and and the one that stuck with me was Tropical Freeze for some reason. I just thought that game was incredibly charming and powered my way through that entire game. And that game is great. That is that is a terrific video game. Uh, it, that's a Wii U game that they ported over to the Switch. Um which in this case I think is good because I don't think enough people played it on the Wii U. It's it's just a terrific game. It is just so good. The level design is is really clever and you die a lot, but you never feel like the game is cheap. It feels like I just need to do that better. I realize what I have to do there. I just have to do that better. It's never like, oh, fuck this random bullshit the game just threw at me. No, it's, it's very deliberate. You just have to be better. And... Uh, in that regard, it was never frustrating. So that was that was a lot of fun to play through. So sell me on this game as far as like okay, the only Donkey Kong Country I've ever played is the original. <laughs> it's like that. It's it's, okay, it's so a it's side scrolling two D. Okay, yeah, it's it's a side scrolling two D thing. Uh, okay. it's just really clever, and there's so much there's so much business in the world. There's just all this animation, and the enemies are super cute in an evil way, and you know, all the Donkey Kongs are fun and it's just, it's just super charming in that Nintendo way that doesn't feel like they're trying too hard. If that makes sense. It's just like, this is another Donkey Kong country game and it looks fantastic and it plays fantastic. Um, the controls are real precise. It's not floaty. Um, it's just real good. There's a bunch of collectible stuff in Hmm. it. If you want to do that, um, there's always just like, how do I get up there to that thing? I'll figure it out later. And then, you know, Maybe you want to come back and do that. Uh, I can assume that's one that never goes on sale ever. Um, I don't know. I bought so like during the Black Friday through Christmas sales, there were a bunch of mm-hmm. like buy two get one free Nintendo made oh, okay. Nintendo Switch games, and that's as close as you get to sales on that kind yeah. of stuff. So I picked up some because every I, once in a while. I mean, like I bought the Mario Rabbids thing for like ten bucks one time. Yeah, they keep putting that one on sale, yeah. but all the others just don't. Well, it's because that's actually Ubisoft it. game. Yeah, so. I was gonna say that's yeah. actually Ubisoft, yeah. so it's yeah. probably a different. Rules. And I thought I owned Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, but apparently I don't. Mm. So I put it on the wish list. It's to never go on sale. It probably won't. But yeah. even if you get like a ten dollar drop on it, it's it's so yeah. good. It's really good. Um. And then, so I'm just, I'm plowing through, like, I'm playing demos and I'm just trying out, you know, all these, all these Switch exclusives. Uh, and I kind of had that Dragon Warrior itch, you know, that old school Final mm-hmm. Fantasy kind of thing of that, that NES RPG. Uh, so I tried some of those and most of them felt, I don't know, they were trying to do like modern takes on that and none of them were good. Um until I landed on Golf Story, which I believe someone has talked about on the show before, maybe. No? Nobody? 
Okay. Game dev story, but not golf okay, story. Okay, well, golf story is is one of those old school kind of top-down RPG kind of games, but instead of hunting, you know, instead of like random monster encounters, you play golf. Uh, <laughs> like each okay. each landmass is a golf course, basically. And you just, you're like, hi, I'm here to play golf. And then there's like, I don't know, there's tufts there or something. We're like, you can't play golf here. You suck. You know, you got to go like, okay, we'll go feed all the fish and then you can play golf with us. So you have to go do random tasks and stuff like that. But in between you're playing golf and it's like NES golf. It's real like basic, just like the ball goes and it's very flat 2d kind of, you know, golfing. It's not complicated tiger wood shit where you got to put on the right shirt to get the spin. Uh, and it's, it's just a, a cute as hell. Charming game. There's, I, I feel like the, the Nintendo games that really click are the ones that are going to be described that way. It's just like you nailed the charm of this thing. It's, and it, it's like, it might be Scottish. I don't know. It kind of has that weird sensibility to it where they're kind of typing out certain words and, and phrases the way that, you know, Scottish Twitter does where you're just like, ah, you what? <laughs> so it's, it's neat. It's a neat game. And I believe that was on sale cheap. So that game does go on sale every so often. Uh, it's really good. It's really good. I feel like I know something about this game, but I'm pretty sure I've never played it. Yeah. There may be a demo for it. It's I, well, I'm just saying maybe I watched somebody play it at some point. It's in time. it's been like, out a while, so I b- I believe the year it came out, it was on a lot of like lists and stuff. People were really head over heels for yeah, it, and they just, should be. I feel it's, like yeah, I'm just saying I feel like I watched somebody like go fetch some fish for like a redheaded beardy dude, and then he was like, "All right, you can play golf now." Or, or something. That's like kind of that. yeah. That's kind of it. Yeah. yeah, it's just neat. It's it's neat, and you know you can play it in chunks. You don't have to marathon it, and it's fun. Real basic golf stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm putting this in the Switch court. Were you done? I'm sorry. Yes. I didn't mean to say yes. That. No, okay. go ahead. That was the last on your thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm putting this on the Switch corner because this is Switch related and it's the only bit of Hades thing I will talk about is that they finally patched Hades, I think, to catch up with where the PC was on the Switch. Mm-hmm. And it basically fixed all my bugs. And I feel like it improved the performance on it, too. I, I didn't actually go look that up, but I, I, I swear it feels like it's smoother now. Like, Dead Cells definitely got a, a performance update on the Switch somewhere mm-hmm. along the way. Like, yeah. that went from 30 to 60 somewhere along the way. And, um, yeah, I feel like maybe Hades might have, too. I, it's harder to tell on Hades with the stylization, but... Oh, yeah. And also the fact that, like, you're not pivoting the camera, really, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. It just it feels way smoother, so... But yeah, I was I, I basically all that means is like I think I'm finally 100% done with Hades like unless I just feel the need to do a run for like literally no reason but I have no more carrots on sticks for the game at all I don't think. Hmm. I mean unless they do DLC which is not like them but mm-hmm. I would think they would make Hades 2 before they would make a DLC for this one but they're probably... I don't know. Is Microsoft still requiring them to do something extra for releases I think on they, Xbox? I think they dropped that. I don't think they make okay. you do that anymore, but still games don't show up on Xbox. <laughs> yeah. So. Because that one, I would think, like, if, if that was a requirement, that's where you'd have your case of getting new stuff somehow. But Just put Master Chief in it and call it a day. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's not thirsty enough. He could be. Oh, the thirst level in Hades is nowhere near Night City. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thirst for Hades is is from the fan base. That's yeah. Well, mostly yes, yes. Mm. I 
I mean, the characters yeah. are, eh, I mean, a little bit, like, yeah. But no, like, I mean, like, Night City is, like, literally, like, you could just be walking down the street and be like, hey, what the fuck? It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> How dare you, sir? Yeah. <laughs> sir, this is a Wendy's. I am a cyberpunk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look, this this doesn't make any sense in our order whatsoever. But I I, I have one cyberpunk story I have to share, only because it's the okay. funniest like bug thing that happened to me. Okay, because yeah, I was random people on the street. So one of the things I learned is like as you were mentioning, you don't really get to see your character much. But for two reasons: one, in open world games, I tend to grab motorcycles more so than cars because they're easier to like navigate places you probably maybe shouldn't yeah uh especially in the desert like riding a motorcycle is so easy to just bounce around the hills uh in cyberpunk but you also can put in in, like third person view and see your character on the back of the motorcycle so it's just a bonus time where you get to actually see your character so i'm going down the street on a motorcycle probably about 100 130 miles an hour (laughs) rocketing down the street and i i hit in the game i'm describing if you've played it you know there are some extremely obese people that basically waddle down the street like I, you know they're they're basically like the wally humans mm-hmm. like they can barely move they're just like or oh, have to go outside and, you know and i i hit one of those going about 130 on this bike and speaking of fun bugs like okay this has been like uh you know back, i have to back up and say you have to understand like the the, the physics on the bikes in this game are hilarious because like you are almost completely glued to the bike like it takes basically hitting a complete brick wall to like launch you off the bike. <laughs> Otherwise you can hit all kinds of shit and stay on the bike just fine. <laughs> so I'm rocketing down the street going about 130 and hit one of those giant fat fuckers. <laughs> I and the bike launch straight up in the air about 150 feet. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this fat man just became a ramp. Then I land still on the bike Right next to the guy, he stands up, brushes himself off, and goes, hey, fuck you. <laughs> and just starts waddling down, and I just take off on my bike. We were both perfectly fine. <laughs> it was amazing. A mild so, inconvenience. Yeah, it was a mild inconvenience for both of us that day. <laughs> you push through the wall and loop through, <laughs> loop yeah. through from mutual disaster to mutual benefit. Wow. Yeah, I just it, that really made me laugh for quite a while afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Huh. Anyway. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Um, I've got two last things that are super quick. Uh, it was Christmas time. Dead Rising 4 is a Christmas game. I decided to go back to that. Uh, that game did not click with me when it came out uh, to the point where I just put it away and was like, I'm, maybe I'm just not in the mood for this. That's not the problem with Dead Rising 4. Dead Rising 4 is just a bad game. It's trying to do what Dead Rising 3 did, which I like a lot, but using the Frank West character who doesn't fit that universe that the games have evolved into and it's mm-hmm. just it's just a bad fit plus Frank West is the biggest piece of shit like just the biggest piece of shit fuck him forever like they're, I, they're, I kind of remember thinking that in playing the fourth one it was like you guys kind of ruined his character yeah in doing every this. situation because I like him a lot in the first one yeah he's he's not the same characters in the first one it, it um in every situation, someone is trying to explain important things to him that'll keep him alive, and he's cracking wise, but in the worst way. And everyone in the game fucking hates him, which is really its only saving grace, because they're just like, Jesus Christ, Frank, just just go. Just get out of here. Fuck you. <laughs> but that's not compelling when you're that guy. You know, it's like, I'm playing this piece of shit, and there's nothing I can do to make him shut the fuck up. <laughs> so... Although I think there's DLC where he's a zombie, so that probably helps. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I, you know, I don't even know if I'll go back to that. It, it, it's only the first section that's in the mall. The rest of it's in town, which is a real bummer. Um, you just kind of power through that mall. You don't even really get to see it all. Um, mm. He makes a couple of comments like, I've been here before, dear. I've covered wars. So anyway, that, that's a bummer. Um, so the last thing I want to talk about is stacking the double fine game, mm-hmm. which, okay. Up until that game became uh, games with gold here in the last week, month or whatever, it was, it was a freebie. Uh, I had an idea in my head about what that game was. And based on that idea, I was never interested in it. I thought it was just like a puzzle game where it's just you're moving stacks of these things around and and trying to match them up. And I was just like, I don't care about that. I don't know why I thought that. That game is fucking weird and charming and awesome. Uh, It is a weird like you were possessing other (laughs) dolls and and just kind of like stacking into them and then using their their personality to solve a puzzle in some way. It's it's fucking great. It's crazy. (laughs) I had I don't know why I thought that about that game. I don't know why I never saw a single frame of footage of it, but I was like, all right, I'll try this fucking game and then was like blown away by what it actually was Um, that (laughs) I if. I don't. I guess it's not still games with gold. It might be that might have already passed, um, but it's got. Yeah, st- it has. Oh, it hasn't. Okay. Well, it's it's still got to yeah. be cheap. Stacking is 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 a cool ass game. It's just a cool. It's one of those Xbox Live Arcade cool ass games. Like I would put that on a list with like the pinnacle of all those games that came out where everyone was like, "Wow, these little tiny arcade games, indie games are awesome forever," uh, and they cease to be that, but. I would mm-hmm. put this on the list of, of the classic ones from the, the renaissance of the indie. Oh, I mean, Double Fine was good for that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I feel like they had a lot of those little things that just worked out. Yeah. You know, I just in my head, I was like, this seemed like it was a side project where it's just a quick little puzzle game. And, and who cares? Oh, a lot of them were. Yeah. Like, like a lot of the, like so many. I think uh, Headlander was like that, too, where it was just like it was just this little pitch that somebody had yeah. and they're like, all right, go make a game out of it. Yeah. So, and they gave them like a, a modest budget and said, go do it. Yeah. But yeah, no stacking, stacking's great. You should play stacking if you have it. So. That's all I got. Uh, I have one last bonus game. that's not on the list. Cause I forgot to add it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Uh, I picked up uh NBA 2k 21 next generation version. Well, I mean, I got the both version one, but, you're able to play the, the... I, I'm able to play the the you know busted current gen <laughs> or I don't know I don't know at what point current gen becomes next gen and next gen becomes current gen we're in the know. current gen are we yes. like the PS5 and Xbox Series X yes I see I don't agree with that nobody can buy the fucking things <laughs> <laughs> well I think you three you, fuckers think, got them no 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 I'm saying like <laughs> until you can walk into a store and readily pick up either one of the consoles I don't consider ourselves in that generation fair yet. enough fair enough yeah so, I mean, like I said, we're in this weird, like... We're beta testers. <laughs> yeah, we're beta testers, so yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm playing the next-gen version on the, on the Xbox. Um, How's the sweat? The the sweat game is good. Um, <laughs> like, that game's got all of the things. Like, it's got ray tracing and everything, like 60 frame and 4K. Like, it's, it's crazy that they put all that in a sports game. I mean, granted, I guess it's kind of easy when most of it takes place in a concentrated area that you're not having to do, like, insane draw distances or anything i mean yeah you've got yeah you don't uh, need to see what's over that mountain (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I mean, but like, you know, the crowds now are like kind of insane that like we've reached this point where the crowd doesn't like, you don't just look in the crowd like every six person. You're like, oh, that's where it repeats. It's the same orc, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like this, this is like, oh, you have to really look around to see someone doing the like a repeat animation, you know, like in the crowd and stuff. And not that you should be looking out there most of the time, but if you pause and look around, it's, it's just one of the things you notice, like this shit looks it, it, it's weird because like some of it looks really good, which makes the parts that look not as good worse. Like some of the player scans are amazing, mm-hmm. like especially like the ones where they're like, OK, these are marquee players of all time. They're in this game. You know, like Jordan looks like literally like he stepped, you know, you step back in 93 and it's Jordan. I mean, it's it's crazy. And and then it's like, like then there's other people where like they must not have gotten as good a face scans ever done on them or something. Cause it's just like, Oh, why does Wilt Chamberlain look like that? You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it's weird. Like certain people are like, Ooh, have like clay faces. Artist under. rendition. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that extends into the, the, the career mode, which is like why I really buy these games, honestly. Um, but yeah, I mean, the career mode continues to be like a, a very fascinating thing in those. Like I'm, I'm continually amazed that like they put, as much effort as they do into those career modes when for most people, it's just like, all right, yeah, buy the new yearly thing. It's like, it's like them putting effort into the call of duty single player campaigns still. And it's just like, I mean, thank you, but also (laughs) why? Like you could shit out anything and this game's still going to sell a billion copies, you know, like it's so it's just, it's always amazing to me that they keep getting like, you know, top named actors and things like that. And, you know, there was the one year it was like directed by Spike Lee and all, you know, all these, all these like crazy kind of stunt things, but still it's just like, it's cool. I guess like, I mean, this one's got, um, it's got Omar from the wire in it, but Michael Cape Brown, I believe. And it's got a uh, Jimon Hunsu uh, playing an earthling. Uh, yeah. Not playing a wizard or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's really uh, stretching there. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I just mean, playing it's just a like, dude. It's, but like, like the like Omar, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Omar. That, that motherfucker's Omar for life. I'm sorry. You play a role like that, you're Omar. Okay. But mm-hmm. like, um, <laughs> I'm saying like his his facial scan is un like uncanny in a good way, not uncanny valley. Like it is what the shit. I am looking at this person, but like it. The only the only tip is that everything else doesn't look as good as he does. Like <laughs> it's just it's it's crazy, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. I still really like that. And yeah, it's got some dumb conceits of like, you know, you, you know, there's certain things that are always going to be in the career mode or whatever, but I don't know. I still enjoy playing through them. Like I, 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 I really enjoy like the high school and college decision. And now you've got like, you can skip college altogether and just go straight for the G League. And, but they like warn you about the different things. They're like, well, look, you go there and you got a lot of like dudes on short term contracts just looking for any minutes and you know, they're bitter and they might just come out there and fucking hurt you. <laughs> like, you know, some old timers are just like, I never made the fucking league. Fuck this kid. You know, like, you know, and just, they're like, there's some risks for going that way. So it's, it's, it's kind of cool. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. I like it. It's got a good, good ass soundtrack. Visuals are great. Um, so still some janky sports game bullshit. That's just always going to be there. Yeah. Of course. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I still enjoy picking these games up. Even though I put that on the box, made... well, I know I just like I mean I like I mean, if it, if I hadn't been playing these games, I would be able to name like five NBA players right now. 
Like if I hadn't been playing this game, these games so much, like I know a lot of the names now because it's just like they're there all the time right. and I'm constantly besting their scores and whatnot. <laughs> and the announcers are like, let me tell you more things about them. But uh, yeah, so I mean, it's like I know these names now, but it's like I would be like LeBron James, Steph Curry and um, uh, Michael Jordan. Well, current. <laughs> like, oh. I mean, he's still alive. But he's, he's not still- playing. <laughs> uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah, I was. Yes, he's, he's Kevin Garnett, too, isn't he? Also, he is retired. He's retired. Bud Webb. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That's Chuck's go-to every time. Spud Webb and Dominique Wilkins. I I think I might have gotten to Damian Lillard because wasn't he like the Uncle Drew guy? No, that is Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I I might could like pluck out five names in the Mm -hmm. current NBA. Kobe Bryant without without playing these. He's dead. I guess like my problem, like the way I just can't get into those mm-hmm. is I just want to play them all like NBA jam. Sure. And that does not work. No. I mean, the, the reason I like, I, I don't particularly like playing standard mode, like five on five basketball where I'm constantly switching between all five players. Like that has very little appeal to me, but like the fact that like when you're doing the, my player thing, it becomes, you can see everything that's going on in the court, but the camera has a like focused on my player view. Yep. And so like you're, and you're only controlling your player unless like I do have a thing that like, if I, we all start doing really well, I can do this team takeover thing where I suddenly am controlling everyone and it, it um, activates their star power or whatever that may be like better stealing, better blocking, whatever their, their specialty is. Dubstep. But mode. I, yeah, I, I tend not to hit that. Cause I'm like, I fucking hate trying to, <laughs> wrap my head around switching and controlling, you know, five different people on a basketball court. But mm-hmm. something about like having the single player control is like really great for playing those games. Cause you're like, okay, I will learn what this position needs to do and I will do it. <laughs> Cause the other thing is like, you know, it has those little on-screen prompts of like when you fuck up, it's like bad spacing, you know, bad transition defense, you know, it's like, okay, well, all right, you're in the wrong spot. You're covering the wrong guy, asshole. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I still like them. Like I, I feel like sports games with like five people or less rosters are kind of where it's at. You know, soccer maybe hitting the max. <laughs> yeah, I just say like I, yeah, you know, like the last time I tried to touch an NFL game or whatever, besides Chuck, trying to help Chuck get achievements and stuff, I was like, God, this is just. <laughs> I, how did I play these? Because like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, cool. That's it. Video games. Yeah, yeah. We you talked wanna, about all of them. You want a quick email? Sure, from Kyle. Why Why sure, not? super Kyle, listener, Kyle. Yes. I will allow yeah. it from Kyle. Uh, this email is titled. I'll keep it short. No long email this time. Just a recommendation. Play Wreckfest. W R E C K F E S T. It's wild racing with lots of crashing. It's fun. That's all. Kyle sent from my 1995 Timex Iron Man watch. Nice. I um, feel like Wreckfest was one of those that was like a Games with Gold or something at some point. It was I've, a PS Plus game. Yeah. Yeah. I've been playing some Wreckfest. I have some friends who have been playing it and really, really loving it. I don't like what it. What do you think? You don't like it? No. It, Maybe you have to play with friends. Well, I... Step one, make some friends. Check I, this I, I need some friends. Um, yeah. Maybe you need to go to the Wreck Festival. I... <laughs> Maybe it's better Maybe you on need PC. To save the Rexeter. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's better on PC, uh, where I know a lot of people are playing it. Uh, I've been playing it on the Series X, and it doesn't run that great. 
Uh, it feels real floaty and just, it just feels like one of those C tier racing games mm. um, where every once in a while it's like do a race. And now it's all of a sudden crash lawnmowers into each other. And it's like, okay. And then it's like, now do a race again. I was like, well, what the fuck was that? And then, you know, it's there, there's just, there's not a lot of cohesion to it. It, I don't know. I, I, I've, I've kind of been forcing myself to play it cause I know a lot of people like it, but Mm-hmm. I just uh, I don't think Kyle it's is in the chat saying get wrecked Chuck well whatever <laughs> it sounds like from the from the guys I know that are playing it it sounds like a make your own fun with your friends kind of thing maybe mm-hmm. um, I mean it's very demolition derby ish so I would imagine if you've got a bunch of wrecked. yeah if you've got a bunch of friends playing that's probably better um, mm. it just seems janky as fuck and I, I have no time in my life for janky ass racing games. So, when's the next Need for Speed coming out? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're doing oh, okay. with that franchise. Those games aren't janky. Oh, that's right. They just suck. That's right. Uh, okay. <laughs> the the driving in them is fine. The gameplay just sucks. The most the one that we talk about all the time has some shit ass driving. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is that? The Razor Callahan one. Oh That's well, my god, that's ass- like twelve Need for Speeds ago. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Need I'm for Speed the- most wanted. <laughs> okay. For the uh, Xbox. I think that was 360, yeah. but it was like a launch era 360. Yeah, it was right? original yes, it was. Xbox and 360. <laughs> it was a okay. cross gen game. That game was great, and all of you can suck all of my dick. No. <laughs> I just said pass. you can. You don't have to. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. Um, yes, I am going to pass. Thank Carlos you for the Alpha offer. Quiet. Uh, the senator from Arizona is, <laughs> uh, take, takes a pass as well. Uh, I don't care about the senator from Arizona. I care about you. Uh, <laughs> Aw. <laughs> yeah. I, I yield my time. Fuck you. <laughs> Perfect. Ah. Uh. So. Yeah, um, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I probably have breakfast. Hopefully, somewhere. I I, I, I do sometimes forget to grab. The, <laughs> I have breakfast somewhere. Yeah, sometimes. when I get up tomorrow morning, I'll have some breakfast. Yes. <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> well, it's called breakfast, right? Yes. Did I just say it too fast? Is this yeah. like a rune versus rune thing? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. I'm sure, I have breakfast somewhere. <laughs> I'm saying sometimes I forget to grab the PS Plus games. I like I had to buy um, fucking not Among Us. What's the other thing? The Fall Guys. Fall Guys. Fall Guys. Yeah, yeah I had to buy that because I stupidly forgot to grab it when it's free. Uh, Breakfast is twenty ninety nine on PlayStation right now. It's not a bad price for a breakfast. No, no, <laughs> it's not a good price either. It, it's it's more of a no. it, it's more of a runch price, but you know. <laughs> All right. We need contact information so we can get out of here. That's your job. Before before Chuck's head explodes. <laughs> so yes. visit us at noquarters.net. Uh, all the socials, whatever it is, slash noquartersnet. Uh, make sure you're subscribed on Twitch. Ring the bell so uh, when we uh, go live, you're here. You can join us. You can chat. All that stuff. And if you want to send us an email like Kyle there, send it to wheremyskull at noquarters.net as in the location of my skull. So, that's it. Uh, Also, uh, if you like what we do, check out patreon.com slash bmfcast, where you get all sorts of bonus garbage from us. (laughs) There's a lot of it. 
Right. Word. So it's it's good stuff. Yeah. So if you guys don't have anything else, let's get out of here, huh? I got nothing. Yes. All right. Okay. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is No Quarters Out.